Hey everybody, this is MCC Chat, and I kept my promise, like, sadly I am still sick, but they gave me antibiotics to help with it, and told me to get, like, nozzle spray and all that stuff. Turns out I had an, what's it called, sinus infection, there you go, and I had it before. The thing is, I think I know when I, like, started having it, because I remember before, like, the full summer end, I was sick. Like, I literally was dying sick. I already used up all my cough drops, so I had nothing really to help me out here. I was just completely sick. Nobody helped me. And my mom over here just giving me cough drops. That's all she did for me. Until... I got worse when I got back to school. A few weeks have passed, and then I got too sick, and now I literally haven't went to school for a whole week. That's the sucky part, and somebody's here. So, I might end up leaving this video soon. Plus, I'm still watching this video. It's horror videos and all that. I'm into that stuff, so yeah. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> and this person had in Morris code. And they didn't know it, too, which made it me mad because he thought it was bro. Literally, it's dashes and dots. It's not just flat out dots. And it says you are not safe. Oh my gosh, that made me mad that they couldn't figure that out. It took me a while though, so I can't complain fully, but the fact that I didn't know what Morris code was made me mad because it doesn't see, it didn't seem like they knew. <coughs> so, I'm going to do parts, so this is not going to be like the full segment. I'm going to leave. I'm going to come back soon, so don't worry. So for now, bye. Hey everybody, this is MC Chat here. My name's Mike. And yes, I know like when you hear the, you're going to hear the first segment first. And be like, no she didn't. She, keep, she didn't keep her promise. I technically did. I just didn't upload it. So I kept the promise of recording it, just not sending it off. I am so sorry about that, but things got a little too crazy here because I got too sick and people kept staying here, so I couldn't really do it. And then, like, when I had the chance to, I had homework. Like, literally, every single class except my flex had homework for me. So my, literally, my right hand hurts so bad from staying up all night writing. Like, I'm not even lying about this, it hurts. So, I had homework, then I was sick, so I didn't have no time to come back. I'm technically not sick, I'm only saying technically because if I stay in an area that has air, I have to have like something to drink or at least gum in my mouth where it can keep the moisture flowing and everything and not drying up my throat and making me cough. So yeah. And I did write something, and it was earlier today, so you might be like, oh, she must be feeling a whole lot better. When I read this, nope. But before I get it out and everything, let me at least say, I found this book in my library because we had to go there and we had to check out something. And it's called L Laura Dean Keeps Breaking Up With Me. And this book is actually really, really good. And my dog's crying. I know you can hear that. Sorry. If she can allow me to read the full book, then I'll take her outside. Shoo. 
or I'll shut the door on you. Okay. And it's by, I think, I think I'm saying this right, but I'm not sure. Marco Tamaki? Marco Tanaki? I want to say Marco Tanaki. I think I'm still saying the same thing, but I'm not for sure. But yeah, I think that's the name of it. Like, the person that did this. And I think there's, like, there's just a co-writer I'm saying. Let me see. Because I see two people's names. But I'm trying to make sure. Because on the bottom of it, it says Rosemary... Oh my gosh, I don't think I'll be able to read the last name, though. Valero O'Connell? O'Connell? Yeah, I think it's O'Connell, but I'm not for sure. I'm not for sure if I got that whole entire thing right, just like the last person. Oh my gosh, they, like, they literally made sure I was going to have a hard time trying to read this. Okay. And it's a really good book, at least on my end it is, to me. Only because, you know... I didn't know any LGBTQ plus books, scratch that, books that seem at least normal-ish, because, like, the, um, I have read, read, like, gay manga and all that stuff, and it ends the same way, them having sex with each other, or, being, like, finally getting intimate with each other, and then it just cuts off, and you just have to leave it to your imagination of what really happened, so I've seen a whole lot of gay Whereas man on man, BL basically, boy love. I've never seen anything about whereas girls. For some reason, like I found one, but I never got like too into it to actually want to read it because you know, it was just like, oh okay, yeah. Cause for some reason, like the ones I keep picking out that look good, and then I end up reading it. Like I'm not putting any shame on them, but it just like it didn't really stick with me. Like, it probably would have done that to a lot more other people than me, but for some reason I just couldn't read it. I don't know why. It just, you know, it was just like one of those books that didn't stick out to you, but it probably stuck out to somebody else kind of way. Because it was a good book, it just didn't really interest me that much. Which, this one, I wasn't expecting it to interest me because I just grabbed it and went for it, and it's like, eh, I'll just figure it out later. But I am literally on page 40. And it's technically like a manga setting kind of way, like however you want to figure out how you should call it. It has panels and all that. Uh, I think there's another word for it, but right now it's not coming to my head. Because I know two words for it, but for some reason the other word, it's just not sticking out for to me. For some reason. It just, it's just, listen, this is what's going to happen. <laughs> I'm going to end up remembering that word and yelling it out to somebody and they're going to look so confused. I know that's going to happen to me, because right when I remember it, it's going to be at the wrong time, and I was like, seriously. So yeah, I'm on page 40, <laughs> and I have this bookmark, there you go, that says read to relax. I don't read to relax, it makes me more stressed out. <laughs> because like, for me, for some reason, and some reason I do not know, when it comes to reading things that don't have pictures, like... At least a whole lot more pictures than writing, then it just makes it hard for me to actually concentrate on the book itself. Because it has like too much writing on one thing, then I won't be able to read it because it's gonna, you know, stress me out and everything. That's why I dislike reading books that literally is just words. Yeah.
I have to have either a poetry book or a book that at least have written like a little bit of writing not that much where it looks like it's making me go insane because like when I start reading it goes all fine and dandy but if I stay there for a long period of time my head starts hurting and it feels like I'm about to pass out Uh. sorry and then I feel like you know the walls are just coming closer to me everything seems a whole lot brighter what the heck and that's how it feels to me and it just starts startling me and then like you know I have to stop reading but you know it was fun during middle school and elementary mostly middle school since you know that's when they forgot hey this girl was in special class for language arts her whole entire elementary life but oh we're gonna stick her in something normal on the first day make her more confused thanks and it's not like I'm good at social studies either it's like literally no matter what happens what I do it seems like I struggle even more and more and more when it comes to language arts and social studies when it like literally if it's like a normal class I struggle a whole lot more and then like when it's like a class where it gets like one-on-one helping kind of way <clears throat> because you know I know like people are gonna be like hey you can just ask the teacher she wouldn't mind helping you you're still in high school yada 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 well that's not true for me cause every single time when I need to go to her I get up to go to her and she's right behind me I don't know how this always ends up happening but when I need her the most, somebody's standing right there, already talking to her. It's like when I finally decide to say anything, nope. Wait 3,000 hours later, then she can get to you. But by the time that happens, you're already out of school. Oh, yay. So, yeah, it's never really I have time to get to her. It's not like I can go after school because I have to get on the bus. Like, I have no way of transportation but bus to and from school like here and there I might get a ride but not all the time so I can't really expect somebody to give me a ride so I'm gonna get on to reading what I have here and it's funny how I can say anything to that okay it's like literally it's gonna say what I probably just got done saying first which is I know I know when you hear this it's it will it will not be on the same week week sorry I just been busy with homework and being sick for a week which is what I just said it was just because like I wrote it in there and there is a side note but I'm gonna wait until I get done with the full thing and then I'll read the side note I'm getting too tired and the more I keep going the more I can't handle it I know suicide thoughts should be shouldn't be in my head but the but they are always here my life sorry it's just like I was writing too fast and you're gonna understand why my doesn't ex yeah there we go my mom doesn't accept me I'm constantly sick and I have to keep up a lie that shouldn't be there my brain right now well first it was my right I forgot to put brain my brain right now is going everywhere 
but stay well, but still staying still at the same time. I can't take it, but I know if if I give up now, then it, then what? Ah, then what's the point of trying to be the self I want to be, not the self others want me to be? And as I know, sorry. Yeah, sorry for getting far, no, far, no, sorry for going far, I think that's what I said. The pain is real. I wrote this during flex since we had to go to our advisor class. And it was just weird because like that's not how I was thinking or feeling through the whole entire thing. It was just, for some reason it was constantly on my mind, like. For some reason, this past week and few days, I guess it could be because like the homework is getting to me since I have to do too much, and I've been relaxing for a whole week, miserable relaxing. Like that wasn't like happy relaxing. That was like the relaxing that you wish you never had, kind of relaxing. And I guess it was just getting to me about the fact that, you know. I'm not really being true to myself because I am not allowed to be. I'm not allowed to figure out who I'm meant, like meaning to be, who I want to be and what I want myself to be presented to the whole world instead of what the world wants me to present myself as. Like, it's so hard just to, you know, be the way I am when I can't be and right now it's like finally my emotions are erupting when I'm recording and this should not be happening like literally my eyes are in full tears because I'm starting to actually finally think about it and about how my life has been and how I've never really been able to be myself. And I'm still not allowed to be myself. Because, you know, not being accepted is pushing me far back to me being what they want me to be. <clears throat> because that's how my life used to be. Before high school started, before 10th grade happened. Because ninth grade, I really did not accept it, but I was trying to, at the, like, at the same time. Like, I was basically not accepting who I was, but trying to all at the same time. And, you know, of course that doesn't seem like a good remedy here. So you got me liking this girl, but acting like, no, no, no. I don't like her. I just want to sleep with her and be over with it, kind of way. Like, that's... What my mind was trying to say, but really, I really wanted to date this girl and really want to get to know her even more. And then, like, after a while, I just gave up the inclusion because, you know, I moved out of that class. Which, you know, yeah, don't get to see her anymore. But we still have the same lunch, I just don't see her anymore. Like, that's how it was during ninth grade. And then, like, I stopped having those feelings for her and act like, oh, everything's fine, I'm still straight. And then the more I kept going, 
I realize. How are you freaking liking a girl and a guy, but you're not admitting that you are not straight? Like, something's off here. And, you know, I questioned myself, like, multiple times on my sexuality. But I kept lying to myself, saying, you just support these people. You're not, you're not gay. You're not bisexual. You're not pansexual. You're not nothing like that. You like your opposite sex. I kept making myself think that way because I was afraid of being into that community. I was too afraid to accept myself because I was afraid of what my family might think of me, what people might say about me because I was too afraid to allow myself to be myself, which if you can understand me, you'll understand what I'm meaning by that. And the sad thing is, it's because I always obey what people say. Because I'm afraid that if I disobey, then something bad might happen. And it'll be all my fault. When disobeying something shouldn't be how it is. Like, it felt like me liking girls and guy was disobeying. And I don't know why, it just made me feel that way. Even though we have gay cousins. But it just felt like I was disobeying my own mother by being this way. And it just felt like I was just obeying, like disobeying her from, you know, feeling the way I do. About both sex. And for some reason, I just hated myself even more. Because, you know, this shouldn't be the way I am. This shouldn't be the way I'm thinking. I shouldn't be this way. I kept telling myself that. And I'm sorry because I'm crying too much here. And you can tell that my voice is cracking. Because, like, literally the tears are coming out and everything. But the thing is, I shouldn't have felt that way. I shouldn't have allowed it to control me for that long. <clears throat> Cause I literally, uh, okay, I'm 16 now, but I'm turning 17. I was basically either 15 or 16 before I finally accepted myself of being that way. And I'm 16 now, trying to accept myself again, because I allowed myself to be lost in everybody else's thoughts. Because, like, I started figuring out my sexuality, but I was denying it all at the same time. Until I turned either 15 or 16 when I finally told people. And then me being trans made me even more afraid because I was afraid of what people might think. Which I have so many friends supporting me about me being me and not being disgusted with it, but then again, they're all part of the same community as I am. We have gays, bisexuals, pansexual, it doesn't matter what your <laughs> sexuality is. You can like girls, you can like guys, you can like a, you can freaking like a chair and we wouldn't care. Because <laughs> literally that's how our friend group is. We will accept you as long as you accept us. That's how it is. And then you got my own family.
I'm too afraid to tell them, but I at least know I told one of my cousins, which is Mr. Weaver, and he's my teacher and my cousin. <laughs> so yeah, and he accepted it and everything. He calls me by the name I prefer, which is Mike. And I tried telling my mom, but that didn't really work out because I told y'all about that. And those are the only two people that, well, Mr. Weaver knows, not Mama anymore, because I don't think that she accepts it anymore. Like, I don't think she's willing to talk about it or anything, because if I bring up the conversation about anything trans, she'll move away from me. She wouldn't talk to me about it. And it's like... You're not allowing me to figure out myself, but you're telling me this and that. Like, you're acting like you know how I should feel and what I should think. How my heart feels inside, like, that's not how it goes. People think differently. And then she, like, how she makes me feel is that I'm not supposed to be Christian and I'm, if I'm trans I'm not Christian because I was born this way I wasn't born that other way and it's like just because I was born in the wrong body doesn't mean I am not Christian doesn't mean that I was meant to be born this way I'm <sighs> I don't even know how to explain this in the greatest way possible. Especially since I, like, literally just have tears and everything just going down right now. I am glad I'm always saying it out loud this time. Because I normally keep my feelings to myself inside my heart. Act like I'm a fine, like I just go into the bathroom, cry a little bit. Then leave, act like everything's normal again. Like, literally, that used to be my life ever, like, ever since I was seven. That's how my life used to be. I am 16, about to turn 10. So, it's been 10, 9, like, almost 10 years since, you know, I have started lying to myself. Like, literally, and I don't think I brought my charger to me. Looks cool. Okay. Sorry, I just noticed something. But, oh. I hit myself, sorry. But, you know, I don't think anybody's really listening to me, but if there's somebody out there that's listening to me, and, and I'm sorry if I made you cry, or feel bad for me because that's not what I'm trying to do but if you're going to the same problems where you are afraid to be yourself where you think that you're doing wrong by being yourself you shouldn't feel that way find people that's willing to accept you and love you for who you are and be a part like be with them hang out with them don't allow anybody to bring you down. And I know that the 
person that you hope to accept you, and if they don't accept you, and it just makes you feel like crap like me, then don't allow that to fully bring you down. If you need somebody to talk to, I am always here on my channel. I am willing to listen to anybody that is willing to talk about it. And sometimes it does help to talk about it. Sometimes it does help to at least record yourself and listen to yourself and realize, huh, <laughs> kind of way. Like, you know, I don't really do that because, you know, I don't really like hearing my voice back. But I at least listen to my videos to make sure everything went well. And making sure that you can hear the music and everything. But right now I'm not playing music because, you know, I guess I can call this part serious talk. Because I've been literally crying through most of it. So yeah. And I haven't been really, you know communicating with people that much about my life or anything relative to my life like I haven't really been talking about the things that are that I should be talking about because like I haven't been doing oh so great so yeah And, <clears throat> sorry, I had to take a moment to wipe out my tears out my eyes. And the thing is, like, I know I have friends that will be willing to talk to me because, like, I got this friend named James that has, you know, always kept saying to me, if you need me, I am always there for you. So, like, at least I know that if I go in, like, if I really need to text him, even if he doesn't respond quickly enough, <laughs> he, he's still gonna be there, he's still willing to talk about it, because once he sees the message, he'll probably be, like, there, through the whole, the whole entire conversation about myself, yeah. And the funny thing is, it's like, how I told him that I was trans, all I just said to him, well, on Monday, call me Mike. And he just asked me, hey, am I the first one you told? <laughs> how long had, like, you know, and, like, literally, he just immediately knew, which made it, like, you know, great. Because, like, the next day, that's when I came up with my mom on a Sunday. Now Sundays are not my favorite day anymore. <laughs> Yeah. And then, you know, Errol, that crap went down with my mom that accepted me, yada, yada, yada. He was there for me. I was texting him the whole entire time. Because, like, I, my best friend that's technically supposed to be my best friend, her name's supposed to be Hannah. And I don't know why it's supposed to be in front of her name. But, yeah, it's Hannah. But... It just feels like the things that I talk about to her are not the important things anymore. Because I feel like I can't do it anymore. Like, it just feels like we haven't, like, we're restarting our friendship. It just feels like 
we're restarting, but not at the same time. Because, like, we met during 6th grade, during Flex. Because that's the only class I had her in. She might tell you otherwise and said we had math class together, but I would have known if she was in my math class. Because that's when the, that was the days I actually paid attention. I paid attention to everybody in that class. Because I only used to, like, literally, I used to be a bad kid, let's say that, and used to, yeah, get in trouble, let's say that. <laughs> and got moved away from this kid and everything because of me being bad. Yeah. So you got that all happening. So we got moved. I moved right in front of this other girl, and me and her started actually having conversation, talking to each other, yada, yada, yada. And literally, I even had to write people's name down that she had for my own class. I would have noticed if I was typing Hannah Sharp on there. Because, like, she gave me the class for our class, then she gave it to another class. Like, I always know Hannah was in her class, but she wasn't in her, well, her last class. She was in her first class, because I always know that. Because I've seen, I did see her name, and I saw what, you know, when she went into her class. And I saw, like, literally all of that, because she had all her, their names down. And I used to type it out for her, because, you know... I got done with a whole lot of homework really too quickly. So you got me doing all the easy crap and everything because I got, like, you know, it was either me falling asleep or helping her out. I chose help her out because she was a really cool teacher. But yeah, we met in sixth grade. Let me get back on track. And then seventh grade is when we start fully talking to each other. I started talking to Hannah only because I was trying to get away from this one friend. Because I know that if me and her stayed friends for too long, I'm going to start becoming like her. Or I'm at least going to be attempt, like tempting to do bad things just to hang out with her. Because like now she's not on the greatest path anymore. And, you know, if I would have stayed friends with her, that would have still been happening. And me and her wouldn't have, you know... Yeah, me and her would have probably be dead by now, but who knows. Okay. But I was still in the same friend group, so me and that girl still talked, but not as much. And then we just came out of contact, and my dog keeps crying. Give me a second, I'm going to shut the door on her. If I... Okay. So, 7th grade, we start talking, and we start talking a whole lot more, and I got away from that friend. 8th grade happened is when we, me and her start fully being friends and everything. I almost lost her as a friend, too. Let's say that. Because she decided not to look at the full thing I sent to this guy. It was her crush, which I asked him to let's play a prank on her. But he never responded back to it. He never, you know, got back to me on that. But all I get is we dating. Um, huh? So that confused me, like, yes or no to it. Because I asked him, too. 
Are you saying yes or no to that pranking part? He did not respond to that at all, but he was texting me and her at the same time. But it didn't seem like he was, like, you know, saying, yeah, I'm pranking her with you. But it wasn't like he wasn't saying, no, I'm not pranking her with you either. It was just, like, mortally confusing, like, huh? <laughs> I was still, I'm still mortally confused on if it was him helping me out or not. So I sent her a picture of, you know, piece of our conversation. I didn't send the entire thing, at least. And she immediately just, like, literally blocked me and everything. Me over here trying to, well, you know, show her the rest of it. Not listening. Literally trying to explain. So, And this was on formal day, too. So I still have a ticket. I have to go to formal now by myself. I'm miserable and bored. So I tried hanging out with the people that are literally their friends with her, too. So either way, I would have had to go up to her. But I was just going to ignore her, that whole entire thing, until the, like, until school started back and everything, because I think it was on a Friday, until, like, Monday happened where I can explain myself and where she finally fully calmed down and stopped being an idiot. And yes, I said idiot wrong, but oh well, it was meaning, it was meaning to be that way, kind of. But, you know, our friends pu pushed each other towards each other. And made me explain myself. And I was like, no, no, no. I didn't want to. But literally, I didn't feel like doing that, even though it was, like, a tacky move. But I wasn't literally... What I was going to tell him to do was not date her. I wasn't going to ask him to date my friend. That was not in the contract here. <laughs> but hey. Oh, well, it's too late now. I don't know. <laughs> Because, like, what I was going to tell him to do was, like, literally help me out setting up a prank. Not immediately go into it yet. So I was going to at least, like, build up to the prank where it at least doesn't seem suspicious enough. Or we can, like, have this prank just, like, fully go out and it'll just be, like, the funniest thing ever. And then she won't be, like, full-on mad at me afterwards. Because we both would at least said, oh, we got you good kind of way. Like, it was going to be like one of those pranks where it doesn't, like, affect you too much, even if it's your crush kind of way. Because most likely I probably would have used your crush, like, your crush and his friends, where the friends will be, mo like, doing most of the dirty work here instead of the crush. Because, you know, it's still wrong to ask the crush to help prank, but he's the only person I had in my Snapchats list here. I didn't really have that many people to talk to in the first place. I only had her. I had no friends, so it was hard. <laughs> to be honest, now that I think about it, the people I literally have on my Snapchat, I'm not for sure how they got my Snapchat and how I got theirs. Like, how the heck did this start happening? Like, when did we start talking on Snapchat? I'm so confused now. <laughs> Sorry, I just noticed that. Okay, let me get back to what I was saying here. So yeah, all that blew up and everything. Then, you know, we came back friends, yada, yada, yada. Ninth grade happened. It started off okay, so that means, you already know that means something bad's gonna happen. And then, like, as close as we got to the end of the year, that's when it started sucking. And I just became her third will. Literally... 
I'm not lying about this. Because she started having, like, she started dating people and everything and started bringing them on to our little adventures together. Like, I wasn't, like, you know, I didn't really care about that. It's the fact that it felt like, felt like I was literally being left alone to talk to myself like 3,000 times through that whole entire time. Like, even happened during 8th grade, but I didn't realize it. I didn't think nothing about it. <clears throat> like, literally, our friendship was based on her liking a guy. Literally. Like, literally. Most of our conversation was about him until 8th grade. Like, the end of 8th grade, and actually scratch that, when we started 9th grade. When it came something different. Which was weird. Because, like, that's the only thing we ever really talked about was her crush. If we wasn't talking about a crush, then I don't know what we were talking about, because that was mostly what we talked about. And then, like, what I was talking about, like, it happened in 8th grade, is... She was dating my old best friend, Nicholas, before I moved to, like, he stayed in elementary for his 6th grade. I went on to middle school for my 6th grade. So, I technically consider him as a best friend since he's the one I normally talk to, mostly. Even though the one I did talk to was Joseph, Sarah, and Nicholas. They're the only three I really talked to. So, yeah. And they started dating and everything. And, you know, me and him catched up and everything before he broke up with her. Or she broke up. Yeah, he broke up with her. She was, she never broke up with anybody, did she? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think she ever broke up with anybody. Everybody normally break up with her. And I normally the one the one to break up with people. She can't break up. And, yeah... He was, like, literally my old best friend, so me and him, like, it was okay with me because me and him used to hang out all like that, too. And one time there was, like, this roof that me and her used to climb up onto and just, like, hang out there. And it was her, her boyfriend, me, and John, which I sometimes call Long John Silver because he's tall. He's John, and I guess he's silver. But it's some like somebody else literally nicknamed him that, and it just stuck with me. They don't call him that anymore, but I still do because, you know, it just stuck with me. And he was there, and I think he had a girlfriend during this time, I'm not for sure, because, like, like, he had a lot of on and off relationships with a lot of girls, which I feel bad for him, though, kind of, kind of like. Yeah, okay, <laughs> so... They wanted to have their first kiss and everything, and it started raining, and they went up there and everything, and I got stuck trying to have a conversation with John. It wasn't working out. It was mortally awkward because me literally trying to make a conversation, just me saying this. Yeah, they're going up there to have their first kiss. Yeah. And I start talking about the rain, and like, yeah, it's raining. Forgot my jacket, but oh well. I like the rain. <laughs> like, literally, me trying to conversate to him. And literally, the first, like, the first thing I said, he just said okay to. Then, me talking about the rain, he just nod his head. And it was just like, 
please say something? <laughs> Help me out here. I'm dying here. <laughs> like, this is just getting more awkward if it's just me talking and you just nodding your head and saying okay to. <laughs> and he left after that. And then we went inside. And she whispered to me saying, yeah, we didn't kiss or anything like that. It was just, like, morally awkward for me because I had to get stuck in that, like, situation of trying to have a conversation to somebody that normally doesn't talk to me. And I normally don't talk to him. I listened to their comments, like, I listened to his conversations and everything. So I knew some things about him. <clears throat> that might be creepy if you're listening. <laughs> but it's not my fault. It's more like, if you want to have a conversation to somebody... Don't stand right behind me. Don't stand right in front of me. Don't stand right beside me or the other side. Or being the loudest person right there. Like, if you're loud, I'm going to listen to that conversation, obviously. So, if you meet me and you want to have a conversation in private, yeah, make sure you are the best whisperer ever. Because I can hear you. <laughs> like, literally, for some reason, it's probably runs in our family, but we're all nosy, and we have that gene where we can easily hear you, <laughs> like, you're not even close, like, you can't even be quiet in our family, even in our own house, no matter how quiet you speak, we can still hear you, we get nosy too, and be like, I heard that, we literally say that, and it's funny, So yeah, that happened, and then like the other times were during high school, during ninth grade, tenth grade probably. Yeah, tenth grade. No, well, beginning of tenth grade, because she wasn't there at the end of tenth grade, and I'll get on to that. <clears throat> ninth grade happened, she had boyfriends here and there. I dated one guy, and that's it. <laughs> like literally, I dated one guy every single year. Six, like, 6th grade, I dated one guy, 7th grade, I dated the 2nd boy, like, okay, 1st boyfriend, 6th grade, 2nd boyfriend, I mean, yeah, 8th, 7th grade is my 2nd boyfriend, my 3rd boyfriend was 8th grade, my 4th boyfriend was ninth, and I stayed single for 10th, that was my first year alone, yay, <clears throat> and that's when I started figuring out that there was something wrong with me. I'm not, like, I don't like myself still. Yeah. And when I start realizing I probably can be trans, but I wasn't accepting myself until this year. Yeah. <clears throat> so, ninth grade happened. She had a boyfriend. You know, she always kept dragging me along with them. When I kept saying no, like, I will do another day and she wouldn't have us both together and I know you want me like she wanted me to be friends with her boyfriend and her boyfriend to be friends with me like I understand that but I'm not gonna like every single boyfriend you have you have to at least expect that I don't want to hang out with them especially the boyfriend she has right now I don't really like him like he literally let, okay, let's say it like this. I've never hated somebody, ever in my whole entire life. Like, I probably, you're probably thinking, yes, you have, which, that's probably might be true, but it's kind of like, 
I'm, like, literally, if I hated somebody, I don't hate them for that long. And I can easily get over it. Not him. No, no, no. No matter how long they date, I'm still gonna hate her boyfriend, no matter how long they date. Because, it's only because, like, if you don't know somebody, don't try getting, like, and I'm trying to give y'all advice, never mind. It's like, okay, it's like this. If you don't know me that well, at least try to understand who you're talking to before you, you know, talk to me. Like, trying to give out your opinions, kind of way. Because, like, <clears throat> I always, like, automatically admit that I am depressed to people. That's not family-wise. And he'll say, uh, it's just 10th grade, don't worry, you'll get over it. Because I was in 10th grade at that time. And he thought, like, I meant, like, that as, oh, it's just, like, I have been depressed now, kind of way. But no, I have been depressed most of my life. Actually, scratch that. I've been depressed almost all my life. Yeah, I don't think I'm getting over it anytime soon. Okay. And then he complained about my hair and my glasses. Like, he was like, the glasses you should be having are wider. Like, you should have wide glasses. They're better. And then he was like, I don't like how your hair looks. It kind of looks Korean-ish. And everything. And he just kept dissing my hair, and she kept agreeing with it. Which made me even more mad, because, like, you weren't complaining for the last six, seven, okay, seven, eight, nine, four years. Four to three years. Yeah, I haven't been complaining, so why are you complaining now? Well, actually, I, haven't, I didn't have glasses until seventh grade, so seven, eight, nine. Yeah, three to two years. Now you complaining about him? Like, you haven't been complaining about anything of me. Well, actually, the hair part, she has been. But it's really messed up because I disliked it when they kept, like, being like, hey, let's give each other nicknames. And they automatically wanted to call me Poofy because of my hair. And it's like, you can't just immediately do that no matter how good friends you are. It still hurts the person you're basically nicknaming that. Because, like, literally, I'm so self-conscious about my hair. I, I literally hate my hair, no matter, you know, how it looks, until I at least get a few compliments on it, where I at least, I'm like, no, that my hair looks okay today. I don't have to worry about it. <clears throat> And then, like, I always got compliments and everything. And then it's like, right when I got to those two, they wanted to complain about my hair. And it was like, Aliza got compliments about it before I met y'all two. Well, not met, but before I got to y'all two. <clears throat> and it's like, it is too late for me to make new friends. Because it's already to that point where you're already in your friend groups. So it's too late for me to have friends now. It's too late for me to actually change friends. Because Hannah is like this. The only friends she has is her boyfriend and me. Because she hates every single friend I have. 
And it's like, she's like, at least she's okay with Taylor. And that's really messed up, and it's only Taylor. Because, like, my whole entire friend group, there's nothing wrong with them. I like hanging out with them. Why can't I be hanging out with them? Why do we have to sit at this table alone? Like, I just like the fact that the table that she likes sitting at is the one by herself. Where me and her can just be the only one there. I like hanging out with my other friends, too. Which my other friends are just Taylor and James. And kind of Eric. I can't really call him my friend. Since we don't really talk to each other like that. And, you know, where I sat today, because Hannah wasn't here, was out of pure luck. Because I didn't know if Taylor was actually going to sit right there or not. So I was just waiting for her to start sitting down where I could see where she was going to sit. But she sat right beside me and was like, hey, thank God. <laughs> I got a friend. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, of course, lunch has changed because James is not coming to lunch anymore. So I don't see him anymore during lunchtime. And it's, like, literally, I have nobody to talk to during lunch now. Like, I talk to Taylor until I get to her table. And then I go to my table, which is right across from hers. But it's not that, like, it's not, like, close where I can easily be like, hey. I have to yell, hey, Taylor, kind of way for her to hear me. And I know, like, y'all probably be like, why don't you sit at her table? It's because her table's already filled with people. And plus, there's this guy. And I know you're going to be like, oh boy. Is it a crush? <laughs> and I'm going to be like, no. But he was. Like, I used to like this guy. Before... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm not, like, I can't say that I'm over him or into him or anything with him. Because, like, it's not like I talk to him either. But I can at least say this. I'm not really, like, you know, liking people right now. And it's funny. Because, like, no matter if I have a boyfriend or not, I'm at least liking somebody. But this time, I haven't really liked anybody. I at least stayed to myself, trying to figure it out myself. And that's a good thing to me, technically. Even though I've been doing this for 48 minutes when I should be doing homework right now. But I'm going to at least finish this up before I start doing homework. Because, you know, oh well. If y'all give me time, I'm going to make sure I get this time. <laughs> Which, most likely, everything will be done by the end of the week. Which is not saying much since we wasn't here on Monday, since it was a Labor Day. And it's fun when that happens. And if you can see me, you would have saw my eyes being like, no it wasn't. <laughs> <clears throat> so yeah. And, yeah, where I was with Hannah. There we go. I'm gonna always say this. 10th grade happened. Me and Hannah were friends at, like during the beginning of it. And then she stopped coming to school. She had to move schools for a while. 
and she would never text me. I had to be the first one to text her. And I don't like doing that to people. Because, you know, what's the point of me calling you a friend if you don't text me when he want to text me? Why do I have to be the one that's trying to start the conversation when it should at least be you putting in half the effort to? Because every single time when I tried texting her, she had something going on where we couldn't talk to each other at all. And it's like she kept saying, hey, we should at least hang out here and there. She literally kept saying we should hang out. But literally, we could have hung out this whole entire summer, but she wanted to spend time with her boyfriend and family. So, instead of just missing one day, just one day of hanging out with her boyfriend, just to hang out with me, you know, that couldn't happen. And then, like, the day that me and her did get to see each other this summer was the beginning of the summer, and it was just one day. Not even that, just like a few hours. Not even that. <laughs> like, I can't really call it a few hours, because it wasn't that long. But it was at least more than just one hour, at least. But, you know, we went to the pool, and I talked. I think I talked about this where I went skinny dipping, but I'm not for sure. So, yeah, he had to pull at the, house, like, at the back of his house and everything. And his, her boyfriend got mad about the fact that she was just joking around, too. So, yeah. About maybe I can come over to your house and hang out with you. Because she was talking to me about hanging out with me. And then he gets mad about that, even though y'all have literally spent the every single day together. Literally, they have spent every single day together and not allowing me to at least have one day with her. And it's basically, that kind of proves the fact that when you're in a relationship, you're not, you don't have friends. You're not allowed to have friends during your relationship. But right now, it's not like she can full on see her boyfriend now. Since the fact that he got kicked out of his own house. She lives with him, so he's the only one that got kicked out. He doesn't live there anymore. Only Anna. Okay, that's nice. But I'm gonna like literally end this segment like this. I'm gonna make another segment before I full on send this off to y'all. I just need to take a break because literally all the mucus. And I know this is getting disgusting. If you don't want to hear about it, skip to the end. Which all the mucus is coming up to me and it's going down my throat, which is making it hard to talk. And it's basically from me crying and, you know, I'm still a little bit sick, so crying while being a little bit sick is not helpful at all. But then again, the mucus thing always kind of happens a little. So yeah, that's fun. So hopefully y'all literally skip right here. I don't think I'll be able to add skip to 5329 unless I put the video first being like skip there. But I'm probably just going to put in the text skip to this point if I remember. Hopefully I remember that. But yeah, this segment is over now.
I bet y'all caught that. Was like, but it literally shows a lot longer. Wait a minute. It's because it's not over yet. Not yet. Give me a minute. Because let me at least say this. After I burp, see the burp. <clears throat> Love yourself. If you can't, then come to me. I will help you as much as I can. I can't say that I'll be fully helpful to you, but I'll at least be able to help you enough. And I bet you're like, but your mom still doesn't accept you. How can you help me? I can at least help you avoid the, you know, the opportunities of, you know, your, you know, the non-accepting part at least help you get out of a situation like that. Or at least, like, approach the situation Well, you know, being afraid of them not accepting you. So, yeah, because my little hints, I, like, literally, I give my mom little hints to see what she'll say. She disliked those little hints immediately. Because I put the I'm in front of my wine A. And she was like, where's the Y? Where's the A? Hmm. I put he and him on my door. He, him, I'm not liking this. So I at least automatically know. Knew. So now I'm going to be done because I'm getting to the point right when it crossed 60, it will be done with. So I'm going to at least say this. Come to me, my child. Come to me. I can be goofy if I want to, but I know how to talk serious talk when it comes down to it. If you need me, if you need something, if you need help, if you don't have a home, Hopefully, I can, I can help you with the home part, but I will help you out, like, I will at least try to help you out as much as I can. Because if you live close to Clinton, and you're, you know, in the LGBTQ plus community, and your mom just kicked you out, and you somehow, some way get to my broadcast and start listening, come to me, my child. Talk to me. Try to communicate with me. I bet there's a way to talk to me on this thing. If you can, I'll leave it in the description of where you can find me on social media. I'll make sure you'll be able to find me. Because, you know, I want you to be able to be okay with yourself. I want you to have a good life. If you're trans, I might not be able to help you because my mom doesn't like me. Trans. But at least I'll be able to help you out with the shelter part. But if you're going to be trans and you're going to be staying with me, you're going to have to, you know, either wrap or tuck <laughs> to make it look more like more like that for, like, you know, what she'll at least think you are. So, yeah. Come to me, my child, with all your questions. I might, you know, submit this before I put in the description so uh, yeah I might have to edit description because I don't know my full social media so yeah so if you need me I'm here for you so come to me my child if you need me and I know I'm saying my child and you're probably not liking it but you know I'm I'm trying to at least show you that I can't like I'm serious but I can be goofy if you want me to just know that you know you can come to me if 
you're just looking for a laugh, you can come to me. If you're just looking for some serious talk, you can come to me. I'm good for both conversations. I can even get all scientific on you if you want me to, but I'm not gonna do that. So I only have like two more minutes before this thing can be like maximum out. So <clears throat> goodbye, my, my people. Hey everybody, and y'all can hear music this time. So I'm gonna turn it down a little bit, and I'm gonna be doing homework while talking to y'all. But I don't have anything new to say since this is technically the next day. Okay, so I'm gonna be doing homework while talking to y'all. So if y'all end up hearing me just start talking like history kind of way, then don't mind that. I'm probably gonna be doing history and everything. But first, I have to at least find my stuff since. I left it on the table, which was my mistake, because, you know, when I came back to my table, all my stuff seemed ruined. Okay, this is mine, this is mine, and part one, yeah, this is mine, okay, this is mine, and I'm gonna do this before I do this. Most likely I won't be able to click anything, but okay. I only need flux and my okay. Which what I'm talking about, I'm about to do a I'm gonna be doing a field trip. Let me see. The student's name below is required a permission to participate in a school approved field trip. Students participating in that this activity will be county president school and will be expected to request and to make up work missing. I wasn't hoping for that. But okay. Sponsor of activities, my teacher, and the name. Number of school days that will be missed one and twenty. Date and time of activity department return time and attach to if necessary. Which I only missed one day in that whole entire week at least. Put that I was missing and why. So I shouldn't have any more than that. And I put my preferred name on there and it's Mike, which did not realize at the bottom it's going to say parents need to sign, so I'm going to try to hide that from you by either putting tape or something in front of it. Haven't figured it out yet. So I'll at least wait until he gets here. I'm going to have to hide it from here on my paper and can't see it yet. And let's see. That's nope. Don't need that. And okay. Let's see. Yeah. The only thing I have is English and social studies. And then I'm gonna have Ooh, I forgot. I'm gonna have a quiz on Monday. I'm gonna have to tell them to t if I can take that on Tuesday. I forgot. I'm not gonna be there on Monday. And I don't have. I'm not even getting close to being done with the stuff he gave me. Ooh, that sucks. Look, I don't need this. I need this. And this. Yeah, just, I'm probably gonna get done like in five minutes of being me just talking about my stuff. Like literally right when it hits five minutes in. Which I don't know if y'all gonna be able to notice that at all. Hopefully I will. Ooh. Okay. 
Okay, yeah. This is the thing I can't do just yet. Because he gave me a stutter packet and I can't do it. Well, the other two things. And I was just literally. When I have the study packet and everything, my mind is looking like. Where's the rest of this? Like, I can't find this, like, this part. I was morally confused, and he's gonna give me it the next day. Realized it, and I was like, okay, now I can finally do this. And the one thing I didn't notice on the note, like, okay, he put note slips on the side of my paper, and the one thing I did not notice is he, he literally spelled the name that I told him I want him to say to me. Because my history teacher is my cousin, which knows my family, and then, like, family, which basically means I'm screwed. If he did not accept the fact, you know, me, being me. <laughs> so, yeah. And, you know, I did not notice that. That's sad, I didn't notice that. Okay, I found what he was talking about. Look like the front, like the front's only done. Okay, so I'm gonna talk to y'all first before I actually start doing writing. Cause right when I start doing writing and start talking to y'all, I'm gonna probably end up making y'all more confused than me. Okay. Well, I'm still reading this book, and it's just getting, like, to me, it's getting worse. Let's say that it's getting worse. I can't say it's getting better because this girl is literally dating a girl that literally only hangs out with her, you know, like, either to make out with her or, you know, decides to invite her when he has a bunch of people over and he doesn't even talk to her. She, she doesn't even talk to her. So, it's only because this girl, at first I didn't know it was a girl, I thought it was a dude because of... It shows the back of her, and the figure that you expect, and the hair, it just, like, it got me mortally confused, which that just tells you don't judge a book by its cover, <laughs> because Deadplot is she, and she, the first we called a she, she's not trans, so you got this girl and everything that's falling madly in love with her, but she, like, the other girl keeps on breaking up with her. But you expect them to, like, literally, this girl expects them to work out every single time when they get back together. And it's, like, literally, a, what's it called? A, forgot what it's called, but I do remember because I immediately said it right when I started reading the book. A psychic literally told her that you need to break up with her. And she was like, but we're not even dating. What do you mean by that? They started dating, the, like, literally the next day. <clears throat> I guess that's what she's meaning. When y'all get back together, break up with her first. Basically, she's basically saying to her that she's not good for her. If you keep going out with her, then it's just going to continue being the same way. So far, they're dating, and she's literally just hanging out with her, the, like, 24-7. She's literally distant herself with her friends. She doesn't really hang out with her friends, and it's sad, because when she does, she's over here always looking at her phone, waiting for her to call or text. 
sometimes she doesn't because, you know, she doesn't think of them as a thing. Like that, at least. Like, she'll literally kiss her and everything. And then, like, literally just to reassure her that, you know, I'm still dating you. Please stay, kind of way. And then leaves her alone and doesn't talk to her the whole entire day. Like, I just think it's really messed up with how it's all going and how it's all playing out. Because, like, it's just, like, she's just digging a hole for herself more and more and more. But hopefully, at the end of this freaking book here, she ends up realizing this is not the right path I should be taking. This person I am with is not the person I should be with. This person that I am literally being with is a person that is literally just causing me heartache and pain. No matter how much I do anything for this person, this person just literally keeps on killing me, keeps destroying me, keeps on breaking my heart over and over and over and over again. This shouldn't be how it should be. And, you know, I can't really, you know, say anything because, there, like, people have always said love is blind and all this stuff. But the fact is, is she's noticing it, though. She's noticing, their, like, this pattern between those two. But she chooses to ignore it because she likes the person. And then you see her side notes of what, like, her notes are and everything that she types on the computer and sends it all to whoever. And you can see that she talks about, like, their, like, her love life and everything. About how she, like, she notices it. She's just not full on processing it. And it just makes me, like, literally. All I can think about is... How are you allowing this to happen to yourself? You shouldn't allow that to yourself. You shouldn't do that to yourself. You shouldn't allow somebody to control who you are and who you're meant to be. Just because you're dating them doesn't mean that should define you and define how you should be and act. Like, I know there is some principles that you should at least follow. Like, don't cheat. And all that stuff. It's just like... This girl has been got, like, cheated on. Broken up with. Probably, like, multiple times. Because it literally said... She has, like, literally... Her friends even talk about this. How she has been dumped by this girl multiple times. On several occasions. And it seems like, literally, they break up during the holidays. Basically, I feel like this person dates that person until the holidays are over. Where they won't have to buy gifts for this person and all this stuff. Where they won't have to do all that stuff for this person. And it's like, if you didn't want to do that, you could at least talk about it. And y'all don't have to do all this stuff for each other. Like, if y'all love each other that much, you'll understand, you know, if somebody, like, if they want gifts or not. And it's just like, man. And I shouldn't be full on talking about this book. 
especially since it's basically like spoilers. I might want to just literally say I spoil a little bit of it in the description. Hopefully I end up doing that because I kind of want to read this book to y'all. But, you know, I feel like if I do that, it's just going to be a whole bunch of spoilers. Because I can't describe the pictures. Because they're gonna, all are going to be like, oh, she went to prom, probably, because this looks like prom. That's like the first picture, so I'm not spoiling anything. It's literally the first picture you see. But if you see the book, it's like, it looks so pretty. I can at least say that, because it's like bright pink and all this. And you see the girl... And, like, her eye, like, you can only see her eye, though. You can't see her own entire face. And then you see the other girl that cheats on her and everything. Her back. You only see her backside. And how, like, it looks like they're outside, kind of, way. And it looks so pretty, though, because you see most of the jacket, though. Most of this girl's jacket. And her jacket's really pretty, by the way. And then on the spine... If you know what that means in the book, hopefully you do, or this will just be like an awkward conversation where I'm just talking about a spine. But on the spider spine of it, you can see her, like, her on there. You can see a full picture of her, like a full on body picture of her. But she's sitting down kind of way. Like, I'm going to say, like, leaning over, sitting down kind of way, because that's how she looks. With a phone in her hand, and you can see, like, this sad distance look kind of way. And I know I say kind of way like 3,000 times and I'm sorry. But yeah. Which, I'm gonna read the back of it where you can at least tell what it's about. And it says, all Freddie Riley wants is for Lauren Dean to stop breaking up with her. The day they got together was the best one of Freddie's life. But nothing made sense well, since since. Lauren, Laura Dean is popular, funny, and so cute, but she can be really thoughtless, even mean. Their on-again, off-again relationship was Freddie's head spinning, and Freddie's friends can't understand why she keeps on, keeps going back. I'm gonna at least say this before I keep going. Freddie's um is a girl. Laura Dean is a girl. Freddie's the one that's being cheat on. Lord Dean is the one that's cheating on her. Okay, let me get back. When Freddie consults the service of a local myst well, mystical, the mystery seek seeker, she isn't thrilled with the advice she receives. But something got something's got to give. Freddie's heart is breaking in slow motion. And she may be about to lose very, her very best friends, as well as her last shred of self-respect. Fortunately for Freddie, there are new friends in the inside of Advice called Mission and Anna Advice to help her through being a teenager in love. Which I basically, I think I already said this and everything about her going to the psychic that's what I call her but a seeker and the advice she literally gives her is saying break up with her and she couldn't give her even like more description since they only have 10 minutes together 
So yeah, that's the advice she gave her, but she didn't understand it because she doesn't like she didn't full on think about it and it's not sinking into her or making her understand what's happening because she's not allowing it to you know, fully process her and realize she should not be with this girl. Okay, I'm gonna keep going. Mark Marco Marco Tamiki and Rosemary Valero O'Connell bring uh, bring to life a sweet and spirit tale of young love that asks us to consider what happens when we ditch the toxic relationship. We crave to embrace the healthy ones we need. Which Marco Markiko and uh, Markiko Tamaki and Rosemary Valero O'Connell O'Connell are the people that wrote this book. Who are the names I'm still trying to <laughs> do. Yeah, so Mariko Tamaki is a Canadian writer of comics and prose, I think. She is the co-creator with Jilly Tamaki of Skim and of Caliticot and Prez Honor book this one year. Summer. One summer. This one summer. Sorry. Mariko also writes about superheroes for Marvel and DC Comics. Which I'm sorry if I'm literally doing bad at reading. I suck at reading in the first place. And then, like, literally, people that were, like, thought they were dyslexic and they were trying to figure out by using quizzes and everything. And the fact is, I kind of relate to that, and it scares it scared me for a second there. I was like, wait a minute, could I be? Because, like, it literally talked about how dyslexic people, when they read, it hurts their head and everything. Like, they get dizzy, and they see, like, shadows and all this. That happens to me multiple occasions when I'm reading something. Like, I can't read books that are just words instead of... You know, like if it's a long paragraph, I can't read it because it literally fuzzles my head. Because I'm normally just read straight down, and if I don't talk about it and I'm just reading, it just, it doesn't help. It just makes it worse for me. Which I'm going to keep going. <laughs> Rosemary Valero O'Connell has done work for DC Comics Boom Studios. Cappy, C-A-P-Y Games, because I don't know what that says, and Mondo Tees, among others. Her work has been recognized by the Society of Illusion... 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 Don't worry, I know the word, it's just, it won't come out of my mouth. Illusion Tours, I guess. I give up. You know what I'm trying to say? And why? And well, illusion tours. And why? And shown in galleries, both local and intentional. Okay. His heroesmary.com. H i r o s e m a r y dot com. 
basically that's what it says. It is no spaces, by the way. And well, I guess Rosemary's the one that does the pictures, and she's really good at doing this, by the way, because they're both girls. Whichever one does the pictures, really good at making it like you know, because this is basically mostly black and white, and you got like a little bit of color here and there, and. When the color comes in, it literally gives you, like, this best show and tell ever. It makes you understand a whole lot more when you have that color coming in at some places, but not all. And it shows so much. It tells you, it just tells you what's fully going on here. And I like that. And then the, whoever is doing the writing and everything... I like it too because like it just gets you so hard like you really just want to keep going because you want to understand what does this girl see like is she ever going to understand what's happening to her kind of way and there's a little bit more beautiful and bracing Tamaki and Valor yeah Tamaki and Valor Valaro, O'Connor, capture Freddy on the CUSP of adulthood, adulthood, and in the throes of perpetual headaches. Good God, I will, I want to break up with Lordine. So I think that's a quote here. The Good God, I wanted to break up with Laura Dean. It just literally, it doesn't start with a quote, but it ends with it. Okay, I found the quote. There we go. Oh, to say where's the beginning of the quote, I found it though. Okay. Rainbow Rowell, Note 1, New York Times bestseller author of Eleanor and Park and Carry On. Miracle Mer to. Tamaki and Rosemary Baloro O'Connor expertly captures the awkwardness, tragedy, and hope of figures, uh, figuring out love, which is true, because this book does, you know, it does show you that all in one take. Jenny Lin Yun author of American Born Chinese. Me trying to say the name is hard enough. Oh my gosh. A junior library guild selector cover art by Rosemary Valor Valor Sorry, I just spaced out for a second. Let me try that again. Rosemary Valaro O'Connor. Cover design by Andrew on no. Well, the cover design is really cool. I like it. And the cover art, I like it too. <laughs> Either way, I'm just, I have good vibes without this book. That's all I have to say. First, second, New York, first, second book.com. No spaces, by the way. And it's typed out. It's not one, two, in the kind of way. Yeah. Because, like, literally, this whole entire thing, it does capture that awkwardness. Because, like, when she's all alone and everything, it literally, after the guy literally 
um, fight her over but doesn't talk to her. When he's the only person she knew out of that whole entire party. And the tragedy is the part where the first breakup happens. And how she was standing alone, that was awkward enough. And she found him and everything. And the hope, it does like give you hope that she lets this toxic relationship go. Like, it does give you hope that maybe she'll finally understand what she's going through is something so toxic that she shouldn't be going over. So, that's what I really just wanted to talk about here. Let me look in my backpack. Do I have anything here? Okay. Welcome to the big room. All you want is secrets on the phone for you, phone for you. Welcome to the big room. Sorry, I got I got off that topic, but I should at least say to y'all that my name is like that. I'm not gonna tell y'all my true name. I probably already said that like multiple times, but. My last name is technically Kane. I put Taylor on there only because that's my dad's last name. And if my mom could, like, it was like a just in case, like, I won't have it on there. And if she doesn't accept me, I won't have, like, that all over it and everything. But you might not hear the music anymore in the background because I'm walking out my room. But, yeah. Just to at least allow y'all to know that. And I'm gonna at least lock the top door where if somebody comes in they'll take them they'll take they'll take their time. Okay. But you know, just wanted to say that. Now, okay. <clears throat> I've moved on to so many topics and I'm so sorry. But I'm gonna move on again. <laughs> Because all I could, like, literally all I thought about was like, well, now back to my life. <laughs> this immediately just came through my head for some reason. Well, let's just say my family, they're odd. <laughs> like, literally, no family's normal. But it's just like my sister, she got this job she wanted. But she, her first day there, it was hard, so she quits immediately the next, like, literally, immediately afterwards. I looked at her like, wait a minute. You just quit the job you just got? She looked at me and said, yeah, I'm going back to my old job, because, you know, they even said, if you want to come back, you can. And I was like, seriously, it's going to be hard. There's no easy way out of this. Life is going to be hard sometimes. And you literally left because it was hard for you. You complained about the job you have now because it literally, you don't get no lunch breaks. You only get breaks. Your lunch breaks are between customers. And I'm just saying, like, if you want to leave that life so bad, when you have stayed, or at least looked for something different, 
But if you found it that hard, what was the point of you going there in the first place? What made you drawn there to want that job in the first place? Because like if you like if the job you want is that hard and you really genuinely like this job but it's just crazy hectic hard at least I would at least stay there a little bit longer to figure out is this really where I want to be is this really where I want to go do I really want to stay in this job just like if it gets harder for me do I really want to keep going or do I want to accomplish the things I want to do do I really want to keep going with this thing that's going to get me closer to my dreams or should I just stop now and well that's how I would at least put it in prospecting I would have stopped logically on this and emotionally on this too because you know if you can't emotionally do it then you know your emotions do have a big part of people's lives if you can't do it emotionally don't do it because you won't be able to. Your emotions will be too big for you to actually do it. And if you can't do it physically, it just depends on how you define physically. If it's just like, oh, here and there I'm in pain, but I'm not in pain that much, they induce so, like, so much before I get to that pain point. But if you get to the pain point, and you're allowed to take a break, then take that break. And then like once you get down to your point where you're okay, then keep going. But if it's physically, literally putting you in too much pain, where you're going in and out of the hospital for pain problems, then I wouldn't define keeping that job. But it, like literally, if you really wanna be there but it's emotionally stressing you out and it's putting you in so much pain but you're keep going because you know you want to keep this job you know it's going to bring you to the part you want to be then I can't really define of what you should do then like some people if you think that maybe there's not the route and maybe I'm just doing this out of like reasons I shouldn't be doing and you really don't want to be there, then don't be there. You don't have to be. But if, you know, you're doing this for yourself, and you're doing this for multiple reasons, and you're doing it because you know you're going to get to that point where you love it so much, then stay. Stay there. Because, you know... Once you realize of what you want to do, it's probably too late because not everybody finds what they want to do in life immediately. Not everybody knows what they want to do right when they're born. You don't wake up one day and be like, oh, I'm supposed to be a mechanic. Oh, I'm supposed to be an artist. I'm supposed to be a musician. I'm supposed to be this. You don't know right when you wake up because you, you can't just wake up and do that. You can't do the thing like this to make it easier on yourself because if you make it too easy then you're already done left the fact that you're letting anything of what you want to do out of your life 
you're basically taking the easy way out because you're afraid of what might happen. If you never take a risk, then how would you know if that risk was worth taking or not? Because, like, if you have never tried anything new, and you have always done the same thing every single day, every single day of your life, and you just keep constantly doing it, and, you know, you're miserable and everything, then why not get out of that box? Why not try something different, try something new? Why not try getting out there? If you don't have enough money or anything like that to do, like, anything risk-taking, then do this. Explore the world of how you can. If there's a walking distance of how far you can go, then go that distance and keep going. Try finding something you can do without having to spend too much money on or not money at all. Like, if you have really never spent the day in a park, then there you go. If there's a park near you, walk over there. Go and have fun. Try to have fun. If you don't like being alone and you want to do something out there, then ask somebody to come with you. Then see if somebody will be willing to be there with you on this journey of what you're trying to do. If... You know, you never rode like ride, rode and ride ah ride a roller coaster before, and you really want to do this, then I can't really define that, but I would literally say this: go to an amusement park if it's near you or far away. It doesn't matter as long as you're willing to go that far to get, go on an amusement park and ride a roller coaster, then do it. But if you're afraid to go in alone because you're afraid of something bad might happening, then go with a friend. Because my fir first experience on a roller coaster, I can't really say I was happy or sad about it because I made no facial emotion at all. And I went on the mystery ride at Dollywood. That was my first ride ever. And it spun on upside down and everything, and I didn't even notice it. That was the saddest part. I didn't even notice it went upside down or anything. I didn't really care, <laughs> to be honest. Like, I didn't even pay attention to the whole entire thing. I was like, oh, chimney, fire, okay. And it just goes down. I was like, oh, okay, uh-huh, cool. <laughs> like, literally, I made no expression, and I don't know why. I just don't do it. I just don't make an expression. I don't know why, though. <clears throat> but back to the point in hand here. If you really want to do something but you're afraid of taking that risk if something's like literally if that fear is just holding you back then push beyond your fear don't let fear control you control your fear because if you allow it to control you you won't get nowhere in life you won't do things that might make you happy you won't do the things that probably end up making you feel like Oh, I should have done this a long time ago. Why haven't I been doing this? And it turns out that this could be your hobby. It could be your career. It could, it could be your job. Next thing you know, you end up applying for it. But sometimes 
if you end up figuring it out, but it's too late to actually apply for it, then can't say anything then, because it's kind of too late, but you can at least do this. You can at least try and find more and multiple things that you can do as a hobby, as an experience, as something that makes you happy. Because nobody should really feel down about themselves. Nobody should hate every single day of their life because they're not doing what they want to do. So yeah. I don't know, like, some people that are young and everything are probably saying, well, I can't do this. My mom and dad won't allow me to. I can't do this or that. I'm living with people. I just don't have enough money. I don't have this. I don't have that luxury of being able to do this stuff. And it's like, I know that happens and I know how that feels. To be having to have basically something blocking your way of figuring out what you like. Like if you have one of those strict parents that don't allow you to do nothing but homework and studying and won't allow you to hang out with friends and all that stuff. Then all I'm just saying is at least like when you're at school, find that friend group that literally makes it fun during school time even though when you get home you're going to have to do all of that and everything but if you're if you're not if your parents are not that strict on you they'll at least allow you have your phone with you then while you're doing your homework just text them or act like you're doing your homework and texting them at the same time just at least find something that makes it fun like if you're studying and you want a cool way of finding it and you're really good at rapping, you can rap out your homework and just kind of do it like that. If you're really good at singing, you can sing out some of the words, you can sing out your homework. But if you're good at drawing and artwork and everything, draw out your homework and then put it down on a piece of paper afterwards. At least do that where they won't be like, I'm in it in words, not in art <laughs> kind of way because teachers don't like that though. Not all the time, at least. But at least find something to make it more fun. Which, technically, that's what I should be doing right now. Because I'm technically supposed to be doing homework. But I just wanted to at least podcast before I do it. To at least leave me in a good note. Where I've at least, you know, released everything that's, you know, been building up inside me. Because, like, when I'm in tears and everything, you know, probably I've noticed... And I'm in a podcast and I'm just dead flat crying. It's only because I allowed it to build up inside me. And I haven't full on talked about it. I haven't fully accepted it. I haven't fully prospered it. Because I'm too busy doing too much stuff that makes it hard for me to allow my emotions to come out. I'm just not there yet. Like, I just can't do it. I just can't allow my emotions to come out sometimes because I'm too afraid to or there's not enough time to. I can't just be emotion like too emotional at this point. I need to do this, I need to do that. Like where I'm at the point of where I have to do too much 
and I can't do it because I'm literally keeping myself busy 24-7 while realizing it's causing too much stress and pain. Like, for the past few nights, I couldn't be, I, I can't sleep. And I don't, like, I fully don't know why, but I kind of figure it's because of too much is going through my head to realize this and that is happening. Because, like, through, like, sometimes through the night, when I can't go to sleep, I realize, oh, I forgot this, I forgot that, I forgot to do this and stuff. And it just, like, oh my gosh, it's like gets it to the point where I'm over here freaking out in the middle of the night thinking should I just wait to tomorrow do you think I'll get up early to actually do it and I think that maybe I could get up and do it then actually no the morning comes and I forgot about it and then I have to go to school just freaking out like man I still didn't get it done I'm at least trying to get everything done this week and it's tomorrow's Friday meaning that Friday's the last day to have every single thing done. And on Monday, I'm supposed to at least take this quiz, but I'm not going to be there for the quiz. So I have to at least do it on a Friday now, which means I have less time to prepare than I had intentionally. Unless I can at least get him to allow me to do it on a Tuesday instead, where I can have at least more time to study it but I don't think that's going to happen, though, which is kind of frightening to me because now I'm freaking out because Monday I'm not going to be there because of a quiz, and he might make me take it earlier, which sucks because that means uh, I'm going to be freaking out through the whole entire test knowing I've failed most of it. I'm going to have to hope for corrections, and I'm going to have to put a ticket on there because the tickets means you get points back on there which means I'm gonna use that ticket because I know I'm gonna be below 50 because I know that I don't fully understand the stuff that he taught us and I missed a week of course I I can't process it right now my brain's too doing too much to process all of this because literally the first day I came back I, they told me all the stuff I was missing and I was trying to do all of it, all at once, and that was my downfall right there. Because I was trying to do every single piece of it. At least I narrowed it down, because I got two people out of the way now. Because I got, I fully got done on Monday, and when it came to the Tuesday, I got, like gave it back to her. <clears throat> Wednesday didn't do anything, because my arms were at the point of too much pain. Thursday, I finally gave back stuff, which is today. I finally gave back stuff to my second block teacher, which means I'll be done with, like, I need to be done with my first and my third block teacher. I can rip out the paper that's in the book and give it to her, but most likely I probably have to do, like, give it back to her on a Tuesday, at least. And then I'll finally, you know, give it to her. So I'm probably only going to get done fully. Is basically my first block teacher. Was there something I need to do for my second block? 
that she gave it, like literally, she gave it to us as soon as I got back, meaning I didn't have time to do this paper. So I had to do this paper tonight, but I can at least cook tomorrow because I really want to make muffins. And plus, either way, I'm still making a muffin. I'm just not fully cooking it until Monday because we'll be cooking our muffins on Monday and then leaving. Yeah, that's fine. And I don't know what's going to happen to our class. I guess we're going to have substitutes teachers during that time. But I won't be here to know. <laughs> well, at least I have to say that. Which I don't think I fully processed and told my friends that I'm not going to be fully there on Monday. I've told more like, I think I only forgot to tell two friends. Which one of them is only because he hasn't been in the freaking lunch room. Which he's making me mad now. And the other one is because, you know, it's not like I talk to her about too much stuff and I keep on forgetting. So it's not like I pay attention. Oh, yeah. And just know this. I noticed I got off track about talking about how you should do things that you should want to do try living outside your comfort zone here and there and I came on to how I have all these problems that's occurring right now because I haven't been there for a week so I know it's mostly my fault because um you know I could have still went there while I was sick I just didn't like literally Monday I couldn't literally speak it hurt to speak I was literally in tears trying to speak to my mom telling her can I please not go to school today because literally it was crazy and then Tuesday is because you know kind of forgot and plus I overslept because I was supposed to go on Tuesday because she was making me go back on a Tuesday even though I was still full on sick because she told me we was going to go to the doctors on Wednesday so I went to the doctors on Wednesday and the girl that does the thing at the end because I went to the clinic and telling me when she coming back well, when, uh, when she going back to school and she was like here let's do this like please don't go to school on Thursday where she's going to have time to process it and everything and if something's still wrong, then come back. And Friday, I was supposed to go to school, but I literally forgot to set my alarm. I thought my alarm was on and everything. Happy to go back to school. Turns out my alarm clock is not even on. Darn. <laughs> and I know y'all thinking, you're happy to go to school? Question mark? Is this at home? I don't get called by the name that I prefer, and that's Mike. I don't, well, I'm not technically, like, nobody actually calls me a he. And it, like, literally kind of kills being, like, thought up as a girl and everything. But, like, literally today was kind of good because we were reading a book. And every single person I got in this book was a dude. So either way, they kept calling me he, which kind of made me happy. And then he, like, literally, this is the first time I heard my table actually call me by my name. And literally, the teacher, not teacher, but 
the person I got was named Marcus and it was close to Mike and it was funny because he was like he looked dead at me and was like Mike <laughs> it was like it's gonna be like he said something and I think it's coming to Mike or something something well, like he was about to say Marcus, and he was like, no, I'm not going to say that. Mike. And then the other girl said Marcus. Harsh. Next thing you know, as we was reading the book, kept saying he, and I was like, yeah, I'm getting happy. <laughs> oh, it was sad. So that all happened. <laughs> and I could hear my washing machine. I thought I could control it, but as you can see, didn't do a good job, so hopefully my mom doesn't come back because she gets mad over it when you get here. The washer machine doing a banging noise kind of way. <laughs> hey, uh, luckily my mom doesn't come on this because if she did, she would have heard that and be like, mm-hmm. So you allow my wa like washer machine to be doing that, right? <laughs> so yeah, she would have probably got mad at me. <laughs> Oh well, she doesn't listen. It's not like she will ever listen to this. Because I'm probably never going to tell no family members about this podcast because of the fact that I am trans, which that means they'll end up knowing I'm trans, which means <laughs> hell breaks loose. And plus, I do cuss here and there, but I am not like that person that cusses all the time kind of way because I'll notice that. I normally use normal language, and the only time you ever hear me cuss is when I wrote it down. And it's only because, like, I was trying to get the, like, you to understand that I am more than just, you know, feeling these emotions. I'm over the top out of, you know, a high point where there's no word to say for how I feel. Like, that's what I'm trying to at least say. So yeah, and, you know, if I ever do show anybody this podcast, it wouldn't be anybody I know because I mentioned their names like a multiple times here, which is Hannah, James, and all of that, yada, yada, yada. My mom's trying to call me. She's going to have to wait a second. Okay, I'm going to push pause. I'll be right back. I need to at least, you know, answer my mom. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to call this probably... Update three. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry because it is getting to the ten, like ten more minutes, and then it will go to the sixty mark. So either way, I'll have to end this. So goodbye for now until I come back. Yeah. Well, this segment is gonna be a whole lot shorter because I'm about to leave with my mom. That's what she called me for to see if I wanted to come with her, and I just said sure because you know I probably still have homework to do, but you know. Why not? So I'm gonna at least put on some chill clothes because oh my gosh, I am literally sweating. So all I really need is a shirt. I don't feel like putting on a shirt though. So I'm gonna grab a jacket and just cover myself with it. That's my life right there. <laughs> cover myself with a jacket because I don't feel like doing crap. That's nice. Okay, putting on a jacket right now. And I just want to at least say this. The people I probably will tell are even new friends of mine. 
or actual friends that I don't care if they listen to. Because, you know, some friends of mine actually do care about how I feel and everything. And want to know, you know, me. And it's like, if somebody new comes along, it'll be like, hey, you seem cool. And want to hang out with me and all that stuff. But want to at least get to know me comfortably. Of, you know, how far they can go and everything. Which, to me, my advice to them will be like this. Which, I'm in the bathroom, if you can hear Echo a little. All you really have to know about me is, I don't care. <laughs> like, I am literally like that person that literally gives a great vibe of, I don't care. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you don't really have to, you know, think about it. And I realize I shouldn't wear this hat, but I'm still going to. But I'm going to change jackets. Actually scratch that, I'm going to put on pants. <laughs> I'm to at least put on pants. <laughs> it sounds weird saying that. I'm going to at least put on pants. It sounds like I am literally have no clothes on, but I do. I am wearing shorts. It just feels better if I have pants on, too. If I can have it. Okay, this pants looks so big it doesn't seem like it's Janelle's. Okay, which Janelle's my brother by the way. I stole most of his clothes from his closet. Okay, never mind with that part, I'm going to put on actual pants now. Because turns out I don't really have any other things. And I'm going to take off this and just put on the actual shirt. And <laughs> guess I'm getting dressed. Huh. Didn't mean for that to happen. Okay. I'm going to put on this shirt. But. Thing is. I don't. You know. Care. How. You are. How you act. And all that stuff towards me. Because, you know, I mean, you are friends. And you're just like, literally, you're that type of friend that has to, like, that's okay with touching others, and they're okay with others touching them. Not like in a sexual way, that's not what I'm meaning. Which, I'm that type of person. I will hug you <laughs> if I'm that close with you. I will not hug you if I'm not that close with you. Or... I just don't feel comfortable hugging you for some reason. Like it could not be like there could not be no reason of why I don't hug you. It's probably just because like you know it just feels weird to me if I hug you. Because like I hug a lot of my friends, by the way, except my friend Hannah. I don't normally hug her. And it's not like I'm ever planning on changing my rules there. I just don't feel comfortable hugging her. It just feels weird to me to ever hug her, because I have hugged her before, uh, hugged her before, but it still feels uncomfortable, and I just don't know why, like, there's not a reason why I just don't feel comfortable, and, like, here and there, I just don't, I don't like hugs, <laughs> not all the time, at least, like, unless you catch me in an okay mood, and I'm, like, giving that vibe of, I don't care, but I'm kind of happy, though, kind of vibe, then that means 
If you want to hug me, you should do it then. Not, <clears throat> sorry, not what I'm doing. I don't care, but please just fucking stay away from me. And I'm sorry for the cussing part, but that's probably how I'm feeling right now. Don't try, because I'm going to look at you like an idiot and be like, no. Get the f away from me. Back the up, because I'm not dealing with this. And yes, I bleeped out my own cussing. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> and I bleeped it out by, you know, skipping things. Because I'm not that type of person that edits out the parts. Because, you know, it's going to take a while for me since I'm new to this. And if I try it now, then it's just going to be something that seems it sucky. And that's fun. <laughs> Which I'm turning off my TV now so you don't have music. Let's see. I need this. My keys. Should I bring the jacket? Should I not? Because I don't have a jacket on right now. And I'm literally... It's still summertime degrees outside right now, so it's still like hot and sweaty, but I still wear black clothing. That's fun. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. But okay, I'm going towards my kitchen now. Turn off my lights, shut my door, which I'll put Oreo up when Mama comes in here, because I'm not leaving you out since you kind of sat on my bed when I went into the bathroom. Harsh. Because my bedroom doesn't have a door to lock. Like, I can't lock my doors. And I bet you're thinking, oh no, that means you can't have sex. Or anything like that. You can't get sexual with anybody. Well, that's technically not true, because my brother did. That's why he has a kid. <laughs> and his door did not lock. Like, literally, his doors did not lock. You can still hear them, though. That makes it unpleasant. Just know our walls are, like, so thin. You can hear things. Hear things you don't want to hear, hint, hint, to my mom, if I ever decide to allow her to, because you can still hear her. Like, no matter what bed you have, just because we got lucky we can't hear the squeaking anymore doesn't mean we got lucky not to hear the noise. Oh, yeah. Sorry to drink something. Okay. And my brother and her, like his girlfriend, you could hear them when you walk past his door. Every single time you walk past his door, you can hear moaning. And it's just like, huh, okay, well I'm going to just stay in this room now. Never mind coming back down here. Ho hopefully to God I won't have to use that bathroom anytime soon. <laughs> so yeah, that was fun. <laughs> Which, you know, 100% I'm probably not going to give this out to people I know. If I do decide to send it to somebody, or people. Because, like, like, it'll be funny. One person be like, what do you do? Like, do you do any, like, socializing with people? I be like, no, but I have my own podcast, though. I don't socialize still. Because I don't think anybody really listens to it. But still, it's fun. <laughs> because, like... Sometimes, I know it's weird to, you know, podcast. Like, some people probably think it's weird because you're technically talking to yourself or you're just, like, having that really long, you know, thing to talk about. Because some people don't sound like they're talking to you. 
like an individually kind of way. And the others sound like they're literally giving you a dialogue about something instead of getting to the own conversation part where it sounds like you're having a conversation with them. And I kind of do that to myself like multiple times where I'm technically having a conversation with myself and you hear me say, well, I bet they're thinking this and this and that and everything. Because it's basically what I immediately thought. <laughs> like, ooh, if I said this to somebody, that's probably what they're thinking now. So yeah, that's how you get that part going on. And I'm a huge talker, as you can see. I just don't <clears throat> do it too much during my real life. Like, if you met me in real life, you would have noticed that I don't fully talk to people. But if somehow, some way, <laughs> you met me in real life and you noticed that I make these podcasts, even though I don't show my face and I've never shown my face on here, hopefully. It would be weird <laughs> to me. They're like, oh, how did you know it was me? <laughs> and you'd be like, by your voice. What else? And I'd be like, oh, okay. It just felt awkward that you knew me, but okay. Because, like, I'm not, like, literally. <laughs> if I was literally that famous, like, if I was a famous person, I would still be terrified <laughs> of people just randomly coming up to me. <laughs> if I was, like, literally this famous podcaster or a famous YouTuber or a famous podcaster that came into a YouTuber that still came famous because I wanted to see my face more, trust and believe, <laughs> please, <laughs> and please be warned. Say, like, if you say my name and I don't know you, then most likely I probably think that you're talking to somebody else. So when you come up to me, at least do this. Be like, hey, MC Chats. Yeah, you. Mike. Then I'll understand. Or just be like, Mike from MC Chats. Kind of way. Then I'll understand is you. <clears throat> And, you know, yada, 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 if you, like, view that have a conversation, and start walking up the top in five. Okay. Well, I'll be talking to y'all in five, like, for five minutes, so until it turns 5.50. So, yeah. Which, my laundry's going crazy if you can't hear it. Oh, my gosh. I think I put a little too much in there. <laughs> I mean, you're like, you think... <laughs> But yeah, if you ever meet me, just know I'm that type of person that gets terrified because, you know, when it comes to me, I just like pictures of myself. Literally, I can be happy about it until I look at the actual photo. <laughs> be like, yeah, I like the pose I was making. Then I'll look at myself like, oh, okay. Mm. I look terrible. Oh my gosh, I look like crap. <laughs> I, literally, that's how I'll be to myself all the time. It's funny. To me, at least. <laughs> oh. So you got me that literally, if you take pictures of me, <laughs> just know I'm probably looking like s skeptical about it because I look like crap. <laughs> at least in my eyes, I look like crap. Can't really tell about y'all's. Because, you know, every single time when I say I look like crap to somebody, they're like, no, you're pretty, you're beautiful. Yeah, you're not making me feeling happier. You're making me feel worse. 
Like, yeah. Because, you know, those are people that know me that will actually say that. So, yeah. And then, like, when people say I have a great smile, because that's the, literally, the top comment I have ever, like, that's like my top compliment I have ever had is about my smile. That makes me feel worse about myself and literally cuz I do like I even dislike smiling in the first place. It's just like I when I smile, it I never ever feel happy. Right when I start smiling, all my thoughts is it's like you look ugly. Don't do this again. No. Like I get like literally the, so many thoughts that come in my head. And they're not good thoughts either. They're like the ones you wish you never have. And they keep like going through my head. Making me feel like I shouldn't be like this. I shouldn't smile. I look like crap. Why am I doing this to myself? And I get like to that point. Which, you know, shouldn't feel that way. But, you know, hey. <clears throat> and then I got this one comment, which it was only from one person because like... I don't normally space out in front of people. Actually, scratch that. I don't normally space out, like space out in front of people that end up noticing I'm spacing out. But yeah, because my friend Hannah, me and her was literally at the library, and this is when they took out their picnic tables kind of way, because they kind of look like picnic tables but metal. She took like they took that out, so you lay like sit on the ground on a concrete base now and she said I look like a model because how I was spacing out and I stared like that like I didn't blink it's because like I like I got into that point where I can death stare at something for so long when I'm just spaced out but when I come back into I immediately blink so yeah I can win literally a blinking contest as long as you get me when I'm spacing out like literally if somebody tried doing this like you know, a comment staring competition with me. And they were doing it when I was literally spacing out. Oh yeah, come on. Then I will win. <laughs> but if you get me right when I come back in tool two, then yeah. Oof. Sorry, I almost fell. Sorry, I had to get my dog in there because I have to start walking up the hill now. I only got like one more minute before I have to start fully walking up the hill. So I'm gonna lease, you know, leave the house now. And I'm still talking to y'all for now till I get my door full locked and everything. But yeah. Okay, I figured out how to lock my door. <laughs> Sad. That's how it's normally been. Like somebody giving me compliments, but it literally does not always feel right. It never really felt right when people gave me compliments. Which, I told you this segment's probably going to be short. This is me saying goodbye for now. And I'll probably talk about this more, but I'm not for sure. So, MC, MC chat out for now. My name's Mike, and I hope y'all have a very good day. Because I probably won't get back on to this until Friday. So, I'm sorry. Bye. How I'm doing this in multiple days. Like I'm doing this all in different days. Like not all of them are in the same day. So I'm sorry about that. And it's goodbye now. I have to start walking. And I, my internet connection will just get out. So bye. Hey everyone.
sorry about, you know, it being, I think it's two days after I made the last one. I really had a long time until now. And I laughed and everything, you know. I didn't talk to my mom the whole entire ride. I just laid there. It was like my mind just went absent on me. Even on the way back, I just laid there. When we were there and everything, I didn't expect me to stay there for that long, but we stayed there a whole lot longer than I, you know, thought we were going to stay. And then, let's see. There were a whole lot of conversations back and forth, but I really wasn't talking to anybody. And then, like, we talked about, like, homework stuff, yada, 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 all that. And how I do talk to my cousin, Mr. Weaver, that, you know, the teacher at my school, but he's my cousin at the same time. And I talk to him a whole lot more than anybody expects me to talk to him, which is funny. Maybe it's because he's the only one that knows I'm trans and accepts that I'm trans and doesn't care if I'm trans. Yeah. And then yesterday, I probably did have time, and I just didn't know it. But when I came home from school, my brother was just sitting there and all that. But, you know, I stayed up for a little while. I was just so exhausted, though. Because, that like, yesterday, that whole entire day, I've been, like, running around in school and everything. Because my friend got me a new backpack and clothes and everything. And... You know, I was really happy about that. She did give me all this. And she gave me a stuffed animal that was really cute. It's just like, through every pair of clothes, she had a note for me. Like, I'm gonna read them. Which, it made me sad, to be honest. If I had to be honest with you, it did make me sad. Only because, you know, it's been a really long time since I ever really heard anybody say it to me, you know? They give me compliments or anything like that. I might not like compliments here and there, but it helps hearing them sometimes. And then, like, how she made the cards, she legit put. Yeah, I found them. She put the trans flag on there. And. She had this picture. I think she drew, but I'm not for sure. It's a really good picture, though. I like it. Where you see, like, a mountain and everything. And you see people on a boat. And it's just two people, and it has a heart shape on it. Which, I think this is the first card. I don't know which way it went. But I'm going to start reading it. And it said, you are amazing, you are important, you are perfect, you are loved, I got your back, which is only because, like, what she's, you know, put on the cards has been a so, it's been so long since I actually heard anything like that and everything, and the fact that I kept pushing myself down for a very long time, and I haven't been really, you know, there for myself, 
and then like the you are loved part. I keep talking about that, about how it doesn't really feel like I am loved because of the fact that how I think of love is being accepted. Like you have to accept the person to love them too. And the fact that my mom doesn't accept me doesn't make me feel like she loves me. And I never really felt important to myself. Like I thought that, you know, I'm not important to anybody. There's no point of somebody loving me. I'm not perfect. I can't be amazing if I can't be what you want me to be. And it's just like, that's how I felt for so long, is that this is it. Nobody will ever really love me. Nobody will, will be there for me. Nobody going to think I'm important, amazing, or perfect. Nobody's really going to think that of me since I haven't found somebody that has. And it's like, kind of like, you know, sometimes you know, she gets in my ears. Mostly it's just her voice is not really here. But it's just, I never really felt like, you know, anybody really expects me or, you know, cares about me or anything like that. And I just don't know why it's felt that way. And then, like, on Monday, I won't really be at school. I'll be on a field trip for school. And my friend James has been dealing with his stuff and everything. Because his friend met. Yeah, I'm not gonna get into details. Unless. Yeah. Which I've been trying to be there for him and everything. But I know that no matter what I say, it's probably not gonna help. At least that's how it always felt for me. Because, you know, for some reason, there's <clears throat> the only times that, you know, I'm really sad or depressed or anything. I don't talk about it, don't really say anything. Never have, and I probably will never will. But, you know, when it's kind of like this when you're the only person I really talk to and everything, my like I keep getting my hopes up, thinking that, oh, maybe, you know, we'll keep talking to each other through the whole entire thing. But I keep, like, sometimes I forget, like, yeah. That person has friends, too. That's there. Of course, you know, I'm on the lower level of friendship right now because they knew him before I did. So, of course, you know, 
I can't really expect anything, really. And I guess you can see that's basically how my entire life been. Because, like, first vlog, I have Rowan. Me and her sometimes talk to each other. But she has a friend right behind her that she talks to, too. And I'm not really a part of that conversation. So I can't really expect her to talk to me. Second block, I don't have no friends in there. In which I call them friends, but I could say associates. I should say that because, you know, we really don't talk to each other unless we're in that class. And second block, I really don't have no friends, but at least they talk to me, I guess you can say. And then third block, <laughs> I have no one at all. Until I go to lunch, which is more like, it's like a win or lose situation. Because the only person I talk to, they either there or not. One second. I heard a thump, but I guess it either was Oreo just laying herself down and I just didn't realize it. I don't know. But, lunch is where... I either have somebody or I don't. I at least have somebody to walk with to lunch. Just when it comes to table-wise, not so much. I'm either by myself on my phone. Well, not by myself. There are people around me. I just don't talk to them. I'm just either there on my phone, watching the other guy trying to beat this guy, but end up losing every single time. Kind of already predictable at this point. Or I actually have somebody that I would be willing to talk to. And you know, he's not really there most of the time, so I can't really expect, you know, a conversation to start if he's not there. Because when he's not there and nobody really talks to each other, nobody really tries to conversate with each other except one guy. But he tries, he always says hello. And then he, when he realizes nobody's talking to each other, then he goes to his headphones. And then, you know, gets on his phone, and he's like, darn, why can't you just keep talking, at least try to come up with the conversation to start? That, like, I know how to start a conversation in the first place, because I never really had to, you know? Friends just kind of, like, how I started with friends, they came up to me, I didn't come up to them. And Flux, I don't really technically have somebody... I just got somebody to at least allow me to sit with them because, you know, she calls me friend and all that stuff, but we don't, don't talk to each other that much. And the other table, like, the other people at the table, they at least talk to me. That was the good part about it. They start talking to me. It's like, thank God. I don't have to just sit here quietly bored out of my mind waiting for the bell to ring because nobody talks to me. Yeah. And sometimes it gets to that point where it's awkward and everything, because, you know, I'm there, they're not talking to me. Yeah. Fourth block, I have nobody. I don't really talk to anybody. Sometimes I'll talk to the girl that's right beside me, but it's only when, you know, I can hear her crying out for help or she needs help or something like that. But hey. And let's see, that's really it, because, you know, when I get on the bus, 
that is a win-lose situation too. Because I either have the person I walk to to lunch, which her name is Taylor, or she's not there, and I have to sit there alone, waiting for my stop, which luckily I'm the first person off the bus, and she's the second one, so it's not like I'm just leaving her on the bus by herself for long, at least. It's just sometimes I kind of wish that I had the chance to at least, you know, talk to somebody, like, you know, I don't have nobody, I'm, you know, single and all that, so I don't really have anybody to talk to. I'm basically almost, because, you know, there are still friends that are single in my friend group, but I'm basically the only one that's single, don't have nobody to talk to at all. And it's not like you can be like, hey, does anybody have, like, want to have a 24-hour, well, 24-7 friend? Because if you do, I'm here. If you need a 24-7 girlfriend, I'm here because most likely nobody's talking to me. Yeah. Which, you know, me saying that out loud kind of sounds sad. But, you know... It's not like in the paraphrase that the sound good. Either way it goes, it sounds either more miserable and sad than it. I'm saying it right now. Because, you know, here and there you will see me talk to somebody, but, you know, it's not friends that are actually at my school. Because, you know, it's already too late to start friendships. Too late to get somebody to talk to me. Because everybody already has their friend groups that they already talked to. And it's junior year. Nobody's going to start having friends during junior year. Doesn't make sense. And I know senior year is going to be a whole lot worse. Because most likely I'll probably be even more alone than I already am. Because, you know, I don't have a full guarantee that I'm going to have the same friend which is Hannah, through the whole entire school process. Because uh-huh. during 10th grade, she was there during the beginning. Then she left for the end. I don't have a full guarantee because, you know, she doesn't really have a place to live kind of way. Like, she's living with, you know, her boyfriend's family, which is mom and dad, I guess. But her boyfriend doesn't live there anymore. He got kicked out, but she at least stays. So at least, you know, they allow her to stay with her family. Because it's just her, her mom, her little brother, and her little sister. But she's still trying to figure out what happened to her older brother. Because it talked about how him being in jail. Which, you know, still don't know if that's true or not. Because, you know, so far she couldn't find them. So who knows if that was true or not. And, you know. And it's not like I have friends that live close to me. At least not anymore. Because the friend I had that was named Elizabeth and all that. She literally lives down the street from me. The friend Taylor, she lives up the street from me. But... We don't talk to each other like that. 
or like you know Elizabeth and me, we don't talk at all. Taylor and me, we talk here and there, but we're not that kind of friends, or we are close like that to each other. And right now, my only friend is the person behind Snapchat, which is sad, because you know me and her, we talk to each other and everything. But hey, oh well. Because like, she likes Adventure Time. I do too, cause I watch it here and there. Cause you know, at the time I used to watch The Amazing World of Gumball, Adventure Time, and something else. Those were my three main things I used to watch all the time. Until I kind of, you know, got to the point where I start caring what people think, what people watched and everything, and what can make me, you know, better at talking to people. Because, you know, I can't do music-wise, because I like all genre of music. I like a whole lot of music. If they hate music, then it's just like an awkward conversation where I can't really say I hate any music. If I do, then that just means it just got annoying to me, which is sad. And look, movies and TV shows and all that stuff, you know. I don't really do all that, but sometimes I don't really watch TV and it's just music. Sometimes you'll see me on YouTube watching YouTubers. Those are the only thing I can actually comment on if you like YouTubers. And the thing is, I like, well, YouTubers like Markiplier, Jacksepticeye. I kind of watch PewDiePie, not all like that, but hey. And Aki. Let's see. Kobe and Sam, Sam and Kobe, there we go. Corey. Jake. Kind of way, that's the whole dark ranker right there. Just, you know, the people that only actually have their real names. Weird. I know. And let's see. The Odd Ones Out. There's another animator that I watch, but I can't think of her name right now for some reason. Actually, there's another one too, but I've been watching him lately. I forgot. Ooh. And there's another one named Cry. I'm not gonna say the full name because, you know, it takes too much time. And I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. Okay. And let's see. There's a whole lot. This okay. Here, let me see this. I watch too many YouTubers to actually keep up with every single name until I watch them. Cause right when I watch them, I'll be like, oh, that's your name and everything. Like I can tell you if I see them and who they are. Like, I watch Connor VA, because I watch him too, because he like, like, you know, he's an anime person, just like Aki. And, you know, I'm an anime person too, and I also like K-pop, by the way, so I do have YouTubers I like K-pop too and talk about it. And then you got like those normal YouTubers, I guess, the gamer ones that like they're normal to me, I guess. And I watch that, it's just like the ones with vlog, just like constant vlogging. Which, shocking, I don't watch them, but I do watch Kobe, 
Sam, Sam and Kobe, Corey and Jake. They're kind of like like they do vlogs here and there. I guess you can call it because technically he just says vlog number this, and it doesn't like it doesn't feel like a vlog to me if that makes any sense. Because I wouldn't really call call it a vlog because of the way it is and everything. But, you know, yeah. And plus I don't watch every single video they make. It's like here and there music. I mean not music, but ah. Here and there videos. Which they do have <laughs> music sometimes. <laughs> I'm only laughing because of... Oh. <laughs> I don't know how to put this in right words. So yeah, I'm going to find it on YouTube instead. <laughs> because... Let's just say it's kind of funny, but you only get it if you watch them. Watch them. Like, there's some you only get if you watch them, watch them. The other ones, you know, you don't really need to know that much about them. You're like, oh, okay, yeah, I understand this. And Girls, girls, boys. That's what you're listening to, by the way, if you can hear So yeah, that's one of the music I like. <laughs> and, you know, you should know who it's from. So I just saw something else. Okay, never mind. I just saw one of my music people I listen to. Oh. Please say that stays right on my recommendations where I can watch that later. Sorry. Okay, let's see. I think it was on Jake's page, so I'm gonna have to go on his. And just know I'm guessing at this point, so don't mind that. Oh, and I watch Crank Gameplays, and right now he's live streaming for a seven year celebration live stream. And Empty Feet is doing a live stream too. I barely watch him, so. If he turns out he's saying that a different way now, don't know. Don't even know what he looks like or what he does anymore because how long ago it was. I watch BG Mike too, so I could at least say that. And there's Jake's page. Now we can start going. Okay, let's think. Okay, here. <laughs> okay, sorry, I had to move. Which, the thing is. I don't really like watching YouTubers that have girlfriends that display them too many times because of, you know, I'm a loner here. I dislike that fact. <laughs> like, I'm okay with couples, it's just, you know, I don't really like watching it all the time here. Which, the one I'm about to let you listen to is called Trap House Anthem, and it's hilarious. Because, like, it's like a goodbye to the trap house, because they used to stay in a trap house. Just for you to know. Which I'm getting closer to the TV where you can hear. You won't hear me for a while. Trap boys moving out, huh? Guess we gotta make one last banger. Hey, hey, hey. In the trap house, getting blacked out. 
Cause it was funny though. Don't ask why. <laughs> if you like, literally wondering why I watched them and all that stuff, you know, can't really say <laughs> for myself. <laughs> because like at first, when I first started like getting into them was Sam and Kobe, and this one I told you about how my first one was Stanley Hotel. Yeah. And then after that, I couldn't help myself from you know, going back and keep on watching and you know, I had to like my whole entire body was like, watch now come on <laughs> man and let's see okay one second, I'm trying to wipe my face here cause I'm sweating a little Okay, let's see, let's see, I think there's another song, but I'm not fully for sure, and I don't feel like looking for it, because I know myself, I'm just going to end up looking for it, realize I'm still, you know, podcasting, and I was like, oh, yeah, wait a minute, <laughs> shouldn't I, you know, keep talking to ya? Yeah, you probably can hear my TV and everything if you can't hear me scrolling down. Don't mind that, because I'm 
probably still gonna keep looking for it. Get it back music video featuring Corey, Jelly, and probably somebody else. Oh, I don't know him. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, if you didn't, hopefully you heard that, where you're gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna look for this type, 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 type instead. Which, you know, the full name is Jake Weber. And the other one's Sam Goldbach, Kobe Brock. I don't know if I'm saying that right. And I don't know why I can't find Corey on here because he is on my top list. Well, he's one of my top list people here. But give me a second and I'll find him. Where I can give you the name if you want to know. And, oh no, I can't see his last name now. Corey, sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm not good at names in the first place, so I probably did say some people's names wrong, but, well, their last name's wrong. But Corey, S-C-H-E-R-E-R. -E -E if you want to go look for him. Oh, and there's another YouTuber, T-F-I-L look for him because he does like these overnight videos which is fun to watch <laughs> and then you got this guy named Kevin and you know when you like listen to them and everything and they introduce themselves it's kind of funny because they consider well T-F-I-L the main dude basically yeah okay the dude that's from there keep from feeding his name for some reason they call him the uncle and it's funny because Kevin automatically calls himself the dad like dad and it's hilarious and like they do like these would you rather ones which is hilarious and I'm like when I kept saying this is Kobe and all this stuff and this is Sam just know they were like doing like these parts where they kind of like joke about each other Sam just know he has a girlfriend by the way Jake has a girlfriend Kobe doesn't and I don't think Corey does at least I haven't seen her uh, you know he does yeah yeah let me go to his YouTube and I'll probably find out if he you know post with her if he doesn't then you know different which so far I might have to go back a little bit because you know he does score on his channel if you call that I'm I want to say thrill and he posts Tuesday Friday and Sunday there you go but it's been a long time since I ever heard them say he had a girlfriend so <laughs> Yeah, you can't really count on my, you know, thing here. Oh yeah, and then you got Brennan Taylor. You should check him out too. Because he's an okay guy too. Sorry, I'm just looking at this and it says Crank That Frank. Haven't heard of him, but okay. 
probably have seen him and just didn't realize it <laughs> because there are YouTube videos I've watched and do not know the person's name that's doing it because you know either I wasn't paying attention to their name or they just didn't say their names that whole entire time so me not thinking about it mm. which the last video says turning best friend into an e-boy on Kobe Brock channel haven't watched it yet kind of looking forward to it kind of and on Sam Goldbach's page the last thing he put was best friend playing truth or drunk drink which I need to watch that too because you know it's been a while since I actually went on YouTube. <laughs> and Jake Weppers literally just says a year ago. I'd probably, yeah, latest video. Dumping crickets on roommate prank. Oh, wait, no, no, it's not a year ago. Okay, there we go. I was confused there. I was like, it can't be a year ago. I just watched something that wasn't too long ago. Okay, yeah, I watched this one, and it was two days ago. There we go. Can you cheat arcade free PS4? They did not get the. PS4 by the way cause they tried so hard and all he got was a blender he at least got to hold it they at least allowed him to it took a while of convincing for him to yeah and Corey's last thing I literally got done watching it too don't know why it's not literally on my thing I have to go down on people's pages just to get to them where it can be more easier Oh no, I didn't watch this last one. Probably, let's see, I think the last one I watched was two weeks ago, probably. Oh no, it was a month ago. <laughs> it was We Spent the Night in a Room, 928. Which I need to start watching his channel. Which is just not that scary to me. Like, it doesn't like go to the extremes of being so terrifying, kind of way. If you want to watch the ones that are like, you know, get so intense kind of way is the Sam and Kobe one. And, you know, it's the Stanley Hotel, of course. And then the Witching Forest. And those are the only two that are really watched off their channel. Oh, and the Overnight Ritual in a Haunted Warehouse. I watched that one too, but I can't really say that one was freaky. It was more like the fact that they couldn't do what they came there for for a very long time and what was creepy about it is these people that came into the place and everything the warehouse yeah that was a startling part because of the fact that you know just why not just randomly seeing you know, and I think they said it was a Billie Eilish song, which I didn't know because I didn't pay attention to what they were singing. Because of how freaky it was that they were just walking there in the middle of the night, singing as loud as they can. There. Which they almost did get caught, though. They didn't want anybody to know that they were there. And when they came back to figure out what they were doing, all you just see is smashed watermelons. Because, like, when they were leaving, all you heard was a huge bang. It sounded like gunshots were being fired from how that huge bang was going. Come back, all you just see is smashed watermelons. No way, it didn't see no blood. At least you can say that. 
it seemed like they cleaned up most of their mess though because you only seen like bits and pieces of watermelon yeah not startling at all by the way so when they finally left and everything and went towards you know the train tracks a train came and like literally you didn't hear the sound until it was right close to them too onto the video and they didn't hear it either and then you know they finally got back and did the moon ritual oh yeah to free themselves because you know some Dumbo which you know you will find out if you watch decide why not take a box from a haunted place like have you ever watched anything paranormal before or anything or horror movies because they say this too do not take anything you find in a horror like anything that's in a horror place like you know horror itself because oh, hauntings you know because if you take something that was there that you know has been haunting that place and decide to bring it with you means goodbye to your normal life of course you're gonna be haunted it's gonna start latching on to you since you know you took the thing that was there but if you end up finding like I feel like the <clears throat> the worst like if it would have been a whole lot worse if it you know if you took something that literally came like literally came from the killings and everything because you know people have been murdered there they even have like this place that was called the murder room and people literally getting helicopter out of that building and everything <clears throat> and he took it from the murder room which made it a whole lot worse luckily what they found in the box even though you know you're not really supposed to open it up and everything because you know that just doesn't help at all but luckily afterwards they did the ritual which you know they shouldn't have opened it up in the first place but you know they did the ritual kind of you know trying to free themselves and at least they left the box this time and then like everybody said they didn't know about this box except Sam which he thought that he told everybody turns out no nobody remembers this box because you know you're not really because I feel like if they knew they probably would have said something and saying bring that back take it back right now because you know you have to take it back immediately if you take something you can't just like you know keep it with you but if you keep it with you for a while then of course you're gonna have to do some ritual because you know it's probably already there and it's probably stuck right there for a long time this probably have been having fun in your own house without you knowing it that whole entire time you've been you know trying to get this box open but oh well I guess it's okay I guess <laughs> yeah and I know I got off track and everything because I was talking about something completely different than you know what was really happening sorry I'm just looking at Michael Player's page and what I can't watch 
tears. Not like I can't watch them, I can if I want to. It's just because I want to start at the part where I left off of on his channel, which I'm going down to figure out how long ago that was. Just believe it was a whole lot longer than you think. If I was like, oh, maybe it was just a month ago, hopefully. Maybe two. Maybe three. Maybe four. Maybe five. Maybe six. Maybe a year. <laughs> I'm joking, okay. Here. Let's see. I'm still going down, by the way. <laughs> Which makes it sad. It's, I'm literally down to that eight month mark, and I'm still going down trying to find my last mark here. here. Okay, found it, thank god. It was ten months ago. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really help. But, you know, at least it wasn't a whole lot longer. It was just ten months ago. Yeah. Which, at the time, I was watching it when it was just like two months ago at the time. But, I got to a point where I just gave up because of life was not really great for me at the time where I just kind of gave up on a lot of things but hey I got back into my self a little I can't really say full on because you know yeah oh and I watched Boy in the Band sorry I just saw him the most expensive words in the world yeah expensive expensive words yeah I'm gonna have that play in the background while talking to y'all okay and somebody has texted me on well sent me a snapchat this video was sponsored by curiosity stream that startled me by the way okay I'm not gonna look at it just yet but I am gonna stop this because I really don't have any more to say and I'm gonna you know post it now <laughs> hopefully I get to the posting and I probably like what I promised y'all I don't fully remember hopefully I get every single thing down hopefully because like I have to look to see when I'm putting in the descriptions and I might miss some things or I missed it completely because I don't full on watch my own things actually scratch that yes I do I technically do but I'll keep you know this one's probably gonna be edited like multiple times because of the fact that I have to rewatch every single one and these are a whole lot longer than I expected them to be I thought that I like yeah okay and the funny thing is, the last segment that I was talking about, which will say update 3 maybe, update 4, after look. But, you know, I was talking about how I don't do well with compliments. And then my friend was giving me a whole bunch of compliments here. Yeah. Which, I'm still pretty tired from being exhausted from yesterday. Like, literally, I was so exhausted from yesterday, I went to bed, I ate something. Like eight twelve maybe, and that's when I fell asleep. But when I woke up, it was two something. I tried going back to sleep, which sucked because I couldn't. 
And then when I did, it was terrifying. Let's say that, I guess. Because, like, my, like, these are kind of like my normal dreams I normally have. Where it's just terrifying, kind of way. Like, it startles people. Like, it would normally startle you if you, you know, if you had dreams like this. They're not, like, your type of normal, I guess. Like, I don't know what normal is for dreams. Because I don't know, <laughs> like... It just depends on how you define normal dreams. Because weird dreams are probably defined differently of what I call weird. What I call nightmares, I don't have those. Because, you know, I don't call those nightmares. I call those weird dreams. So, yeah. I don't really have happy, good dreams. Because when I do, something bad ends up happening. <laughs> Because there was this one that was literally like an okay dream. Like it was like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm just here. Until I fell off. <laughs> like literally, I almost, like literally, I was about to die in my own dream. Until I woke up before I hit the floor. <laughs> well, hit the ground, technically. Well, dirt. Yeah, I was about to hit dirt, but oh well. So yeah. My normal dreams are not that normal either. <laughs> and I dropped my phone. But yeah, nothing's normal to me. What's normal to me might not can be considered normal to you. What's weird to me won't be considered weird to you. What's scary to me won't be considered scary to you. Like, let's just say my level of before I get terrified is a whole lot higher than yours probably. Unless, oh, actually, never mind. I'm about to say unless you're a silly killer or a sociopath, but I can't say that too because those don't really scare me. For some reason, when people get cured, well, killed, it doesn't scare me. It's more like oh well to me. Like, you know, it is sad and all. And then like. When people talk about murder and mysteries and all this stuff, you know, it doesn't really terrify me. It just interests me, and it's like, oh, okay, cool. And it just, like, gets me thrilled to actually listen to it. And then, like, when I think about, like, you know, how would I... <laughs> I shouldn't be saying this out loud <laughs> because it makes me sound like a serial killer and sociopath. <laughs> but how would I kill somebody? How would that go down? <laughs> And then, like, you got me grinning from ear to ear as I'm thinking about this. Because, like, you know, how I would do it is a whole lot different than what you think. <laughs> and it's a whole lot weirder than you think. Because I'm not just going to go up to somebody and just shoot them up in the head. Like, me, I have to be, like, I have to be interesting first. Before I get to the killing part. But you have to stay alive a whole lot longer as I'm killing you through the whole entire process. Let's say that. Which is probably bad I'm saying this right now. So yeah, I'm gonna hurry up and get done with that part of me. Okay. Yeah, we don't need to know my, my dark side here. Okay. Let's give that to me saying goodbye now. Because I haven't even, you know, finished my goodbye. I'm still going here. Oh yeah.
I don't know if I told y'all about all the clothes that my friend sent me. But she gave me a new tie. I was so happy about that. Because the tie that my brother had, I couldn't wear it because of the fact that it was messed up. I couldn't fix it no matter how hard I tried. But just know I'm going to be learning how to tie with this one. And then when I figure out how to tie, I'm going to probably do it multiple times in the morning or when I leave school. Because I'm not going to full on wear it during school time until I have my whole entire suit and tie here. But, you know. <clears throat> like, how I'm going to get a tuxedo is probably going to be a whole lot different than normal people. Because I'm not going to get myself measured out here. Only because, you know. It terrifies me when people get close in the first place. Especially since I don't know you like that. It terrifies me. Of course I'm not going to allow you to get that close. So, you know. I'm not going to have that happen. So measurements are going to be off the charts here. Probably wrong 3,000 times. And then when I get these surgery removed, probably make it a whole lot more easier to hide myself here. Because, you know, I wish I could do it. At least, like, get them flattened and everything. Like, I don't have to take tea just yet. Because of the fact that, you know... Some people that think they're trans end up figuring out that they're not, or they end up being gender fluid, and they change themselves without meaning to, without realizing it and everything. And you got me. <clears throat> that all her life knew that there was something wrong, but didn't know a word for it, because... At the time, I didn't know what trans were, bisexual, I didn't know all that stuff. I knew what gay meant, and lesbian, that's the only two things I understand. Which, basically, they're the same thing. Liking the same sex. One meaning for guy, and one meaning for girl, but, you know. It's just, you know, I didn't know about this stuff. I didn't know about gender identity, sexual identity, and all that stuff. Because I consider myself a straight woman because of the fact I was afraid to be myself. Even though I dislike when, you know, all of this. I dislike my name most, like, most of all. Being paired to a girl made me feel more worthless than I already was. Well, felt. There we go. Because, <laughs> you know... Nobody's really worthless, because nobody should be considering themselves that way, but I do. And my sexuality was all in whack. My gender identity was all in whack because of the fact that I allowed people to control me and how I should think and feel. How this should be me and all this stuff, not the person I want to be. I didn't allow myself to actually feel that way about myself because, you know, I didn't think much of it. I thought that, you know, this is how people live. This is how people act. You should always follow the person. You shouldn't follow who you want to be. And I just thought that was normal. I thought that was a thing that, you know, 
was meaning to be. And then, you know, I realized that I am not doing this for myself. And this how this shouldn't be how it should be. Some people say I'm selfish and everything, but I have never been selfish. I have never really done anything for my own self before. To be able to call myself selfish. And I guess there probably was some times where I've done things for myself, but not to the full extent. Because I have tried living as this person that everybody wanted me to be, thinking that maybe if I accept it, I could be happy with it. I could be content with it. Maybe this is the person I should be. But the more and more I kept, you know, feeling that way, the more and more I kept giving up on myself and giving up on, you know, trying to figure out who I liked and what I am like. What I like and what I dislike. Who I am and who I'm not. I kept trying to throw it all out the window, saying, I don't need to think about this. This is not my priorities. This is somebody else's. And kept throwing it out the window, even though I should be making that my priority. And it is what I need to deal with, not what somebody else needs to deal with. Somebody else shouldn't be figuring out who I am and who I'm meant to be. I should be figuring it out for myself, but I haven't been doing that because I have been feeling that maybe it's not me, maybe it's the other way around. And I couldn't figure it out. My mind kept going so far away from the actual thing I should be thinking about. So, I didn't give much thought. I allowed myself to be the person that shouldn't be there than should be. <clears throat> I allowed everybody to con take control of my life, do what everybody else wanted me to do. I was basically a little helper that didn't understand how to get help because me and somebody helping me, I didn't like the fact that I didn't like asking for help because it felt wrong for me. And I got a heads up saying I'm about to run out of time. But I'm going to keep going on the next one. Sorry, I thought this would be the last one, but I guess not. Okay, I'm back. Okay. Let me see. Basically, what I'm trying to say here. I couldn't accept help because it felt like if I got help, then I'm just being selfish. I am being selfish to the person that I'm asking for help. Because I am bringing them into my situation, 
my problems that I should be dealing with, not them. They shouldn't be in this situation. And I always felt like that because I thought that this shouldn't be how it is. I shouldn't allow myself to get help. And I allowed that to drag on. I allowed it to be my fixation. I allowed it to be my obsession. <clears throat> I allowed it to cloud my mind, be my judgment, be the thing I shouldn't be. And the more that kept going, the more I kept feeling like maybe it's time to let it all go. Maybe I'm not doing anything right. Maybe there's something wrong with me. kept saying, okay, it is something wrong with me. I'm just probably just mentally unstable. There's something wrong, but there's no point of fixing something. I'm already broken, right? I'm like a broken mirror. You can't fix that. You'll see all the cracks. You can't fix something without seeing the cracks through it. And that's how I felt, so I left them broken on the ground. I just allowed that mirror to be shattered. Which, when you think about how when I was young, like really, really young, when I actually was okay with myself, I guess you can call that, because I didn't understand back then. That's like during the times where, you know, you're a little kid, you didn't understand what the world meant how society really works and how money really works in the world and there's more language out there like this was at the time when you didn't understand all that and when you look back at it when you see me now you be like man you're a happy little child weren't you but then again at the time I that was my carefree self when everything was okay, when my whole entire life wasn't falling apart during that time. Because when my mom started getting this job where meaning she wasn't there anymore like she used to, that's when my life went downhill. That's when my life kind of struck. And it wasn't because she wasn't there. That wasn't the problem. There was something else that started to grow that made it a problem for me because I'm the one that ended up being the person that they decided to take it out on and made me this way now to be afraid of trusting people because they might turn their backs on me easily because that's how it felt when that person changed. No, sorry to make it sad. Even though this is supposed to be like an upbeat channel and then I end up going, oh, so depressing. There's some, like, parts 
on my channel that are happy, upbeat, and like, yeah, and then you got me going down the dumb slipping, and it's like, oh. So, this is the last bit I'm going to be talking about. This is MC Chat. I'm Mike. And this is me saying goodbye. MC Chat out.